Welcome everybody to episode 44 of the ADV podcast. Now everybody knows 44 is Seamilk's favorite number. <laughs> Why did I actually, <laughs> we didn't rehearse this, but I had a feeling you were going to surprise me with something yeah. like that. You know, in China, the number four is pronounced. Oh, this guy's after me too. Yeah, it's pronounced, which yeah. means death. It's, it's a similar, it's not exactly the same, but the pronunciation sounds like you're saying death. So you will actually find that buildings don't have a fourth floor, right. especially down in the south where people are more superstitious. Right. So, for instance, my apartment building had a, a three and then a three B right. and then five. So they actually get rid of the, the number four. And people hate the number four so much. In Mandarin. Yeah. In Mandarin, of course. If you go to buy a uh, cell phone number, for instance, because you actually pay for the number, yeah. and it, depending depending <laughs> on what the number is, is how expensive it is. So many fours. Yeah, if you got yeah, if you got fours in your number, it's much cheaper. Mm. But if you got like a whole bunch of eights, especially if you have three sixes or three eights in a row, yeah. it's way more expensive. Like you'll pay thousands of dollars. And you know, it's funny though, and that, that pertains to license plates. Oh man, so yeah. people don't want fours in their license plates. However. Chaoshan people, so from eastern Guangdong, mm-hmm. all the way in the east coast, they speak the same dialect as like Taiwanese people, but they're still Guangdong people. But in their language, four is the luckiest number, so they pay like millions of dollars for four plates, which is yeah. so weird. I know people who actually made their fortune because they bought a car and back in the day mm-hmm. got a license plate that's desirable with like lots of eights and, mm-hmm. or something, and then they actually sold their plate mm-hmm. to like a rich person because they're like, I want that, but it's taken up in the system. They're like, well, you can buy it from me. And they've made like huge money doing that. Makes sense. It got so bad, though, that the government actually banned that practice. You're not allowed to like transfer plates over. Yeah. Which was so annoying for me because in Shenzhen, I have a, a car, right? A Chinese car. Had a Chinese car before I left. And my car was worthless. Let's be honest. Yeah. Okay. I bought it brand new for like 7,000 US dollars. It was right. like whatever, um, 50,000 renminbi or something. Yeah. By the time I'd used it, like... Eight, eight or nine years later, it was, you know, it's just lost its value. And in China, second-hand cars don't sell for much, especially if they're old. So if it's Chinese cars. Yeah, a Chinese car no one wants to buy. So basically, let's say it was worth probably about like 200 US dollars, right? Right. But the license plate, because they introduced new rules into Shenzhen, the license plate was worth 80,000 RMB, 80 to 100,000. So I could have actually made double or more than what I paid for the car. Mm just by selling the plate, but they just enacted that law. So I couldn't. And I was like, well, that sucks. Anyway, sorry. If you had, no, if you had been able mm-hmm. to sell those plates, yeah, it would have made a lot of money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It sucks, I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. It really does suck. Actually, honestly, you probably could have found like a black market way to do it, to be mm-hmm. honest. If you are a foreigner. Yeah. You probably wouldn't have been able to pull that. It was actually incredibly difficult for me to get the car registered in my name. I did. But when it came to like the license renewal, every two years you have to do it on mm-hmm. a new car, yeah. and then every year following, you know, after sure. the first six years or something. We were gonna um, like set your car on fire and like, yeah, we were gonna make a big a thing. Cliff, never got fun. around to. We actually found a guy who was willing to take it off my hands and For kind free. of 
kind of you know just dis- disappear just it and it, break it down and it do do what they do because you know he could it's sell the parts. It's a pain in the ass though. You have no idea. China. It's not like here you can drive it to like the scrapyard. Mm. You know they or get it. the charity like we did or with get the Mercedes. The charity, yeah. um, man, oh man, it was a tough as a foreigner to go get the Cars car re registered. <laughs> Holy crap! You had to drive mm. to like you know the middle of nowhere and then they'd be like, oh sorry, you don't have a Chinese ID card. Piss off. You know it was a anyway. I bet I'm willing to take a bet right now. Mm-hmm that about 10 at least 10 percent of the people in the audience right now have cars for kids stuck in their head now just because i mentioned it it's great they came literally came to no, our we door. didn't do cars for kids yeah we did no, no we, we didn't. didn't what did we do we cars did some... for kids is the annoying jingle oh, okay 100 cars for kids. <laughs> we did something similar we did uh toys yeah. for, no not toys for tots we did uh some children's hospital whatever it was, yeah, it was for a children's yeah, hospital. Ch- children's hospital you know. john hopkins or something the fact of the matter is they send a guy to our door. Oh, no, it was Make-A-Wish. That's it. We did Make-A-Wish. Yeah. Same thing. They pick the car up, they take it away, and then about a week later I received warning letters in the post to say that I'm my assets are going to be seized because, <laughs> from a towing company. Oh, yeah, that was It was, was like rough. the most, it's like your credit score is now going to That's be affected. That's what we get your, for being nice. Your assets are going to be seized, all this crap. And then it was like right in small print at the bottom was like, if you had donated your car to charity, please disregard this, yeah, this yeah. message. Dude, we came to the conclusion. <laughs> yeah. The CCP is like probably the worst organization. In the world. Well, yeah. I mean, probably of course, it it's is. the worst organization yeah. in the world. But second to that, it's not it's not Russia. It's not North Korea. It's towing companies. Right. It's CCP is number one. Towing companies are number They're two. They're number two. They're, yeah, for sure. They are scum. They're like a racket. I, I went on there like uh, Yelp or whatever. I was reading the reviews and people were furious because they'd gone to like park near a stadium to go watch a game. Yeah. And what, what had happened is while they were parked in like the opposite parking space of like a mall or something. The towing company comes in there and then puts up a sign that says <laughs> tow away zone. But it's only once so everyone illegal. is parked. It's yeah. so illegal. And but they then, give a shit. No, they don't. And then they tow everyone's car and they come out from the game and their cars aren't there. Then they have to go fetch them and their cars get damaged and stuff. I was like, holy <laughs> crap, this is terrible. <laughs> People are asking in the chat. Mm, yeah. And a live check. I forgot to do live check. Um, right. Why are we under a bridge and like next to a cement truck? Um, it is not the greatest background. It's not. Don't worry about it, guys. Remember, we get our backgrounds fresh from our friends sure. in Sometimes they're Dutch. mainland China. Sometimes they're awesome. I think this is a pretty good scene. You get to see China <laughs> as I remember it. This is actually what the majority of China looks <laughs> There's like. There's always a blue truck. In a nice city. Yeah. It's usually being built up and it's a yeah. blue truck. There's like always that. construction. So this is very indicative. You've got those... Um, adverts on the wall about the upcoming construction. Yeah. Sorry, the upcoming construction. It'll be stuff. like one of those, and then it'll be a propaganda thing next to it, usually. Like yeah. the development of Shanghai. Anyway, yes. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on. It's time for us to move on to you know our first segment, which is what's new, where we tell you what's new in China. Would you and, say that uh, what we're covering today is important? It's incredibly important, it's as important, always. By the way, it's quick shout out before we um, before we continue is it is the one year anniversary. Of a shout-out. It's a shout-out. To the Tedros. Yeah, Tedros, Tedros, you horrible man. The World Health Organization released a tweet today that says, according to the Chinese authorities, there is no clear proof that the coronavirus is human-to-human transmission. Yeah. But YouTube's going to like take down our video for saying that. They'll be like, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, the fact of the matter is uh, the Chinese government already knew that it was. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they can't claim they didn't. And on top no. of that, Taiwan had already sent stark warnings and information about the virus to the World Health Organization on December 31st. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. Thank you very much. One yeah, year we just, anniversary. We just posted that today yeah, on our yeah. socials. Of the lie that plunged the world into the state that it is right now. 
If only they'd been honest and said, this is viral, it's going everywhere, it's, you know, really spreading. People could have been well prepared. Anyway, enough of that. We all know the situation. Why did I wear this hat again? It's freaking see-through. You, you always do that. I always forget. It's because I was too... I, unlike you... Yeah. I didn't get a freaking haircut. I cut my... Well, my wife helped me cut my hair. <laughs> I had to repair it with my beard trimmer. <laughs> Why is this truck going backwards? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. so you use your beard trimmer... Yeah, to, to cut my own hair. hair. Yeah. See, my wife keeps saying she's going to cut my hair, and she, she just won't. And she's done yeah. it once. Yeah, she did a good job. Anyway, guys, uh, we actually have to. Yeah, we just have to I'm get onto this. <clears throat> um, yeah, let's move on. Sorry. So, what's going on behind us here? Um, it's good that we take a lot of time in the beginning, though, to get everyone warmed up because it takes people a while to get in. Look, okay. we've tripled the people watching. Right, fantastic. Uh, this is <laughs> <laughs> Booty yeah. Bears, guys. Little introduction for you. Mm-hmm. Um, as you may know. Different countries around the world have different shows. Of course they do. Yeah, kids' However, shows and cartoons. And- I was surprised when I went to Europe at how much American media was played, but in you know either dubbed in German or had subtitles. It was funny sure. in Germany everything was dubbed, so I watched Fresh Prince of Bel Air like Ein zwei Schwarz und drei Blinks or whatever. Yeah, they say. yeah exactly. I knew you know and I'm a teacher. Du hast einen kleinen Schwanz. Yeah, it's but it's like freaking Will Smith. Yeah, I know it's weird. Anyway, when I went to Northern Europe. Everything was just subtitled. So that's actually why I think a lot of people in Scandinavia have such good English. Right. Anyway, long story short, it was mostly American media. Mm. But in China, they have a lot of their own domestic stuff, and it is rubbish, dude. I know. It's I'm sorry to so say. It's so bad. Mm. It, if you turn on a music video channel, they have equivalents like MTV. Yeah. But it plays like... It'll play foreign stuff, but it's stuff you've never heard of. There's this one song. It's like, God is a girl. That was very... I mean, are. I knew that... Before I went Did to you? China, I'm pretty sure. It's, well, if you look it up, it had no international <laughs> okay. success. Yeah. I don't think you knew it before China. Yeah, maybe China it just, put it in Yeah, maybe. Head. There were a bunch of songs that I honestly like that Take Me To Your Heart song yeah. by Michael Learns To Rock. Right. It was so huge in China. I was like, this must be like a massive hit in the US or something. Right. No one's ever heard of it. <laughs> so I learned to sing it flawlessly in the karaoke. Yeah. There's a bunch like, of music like that. Yeah. I remember there's this little Irish boy singing about the world peace and stuff. And everyone knew that song. I was like, <clears> what is this? Long story short, China has foreign stuff, but it's always discount crap, mm. right? Because they have to license it, obviously. Or like no, they don't license get, it because in the KTV, it's like, it. this is not to be shown anywhere outside <laughs> yes. the territory of Taiwan the on the screen. The penalties are low for, li- not, for not licensing some garbage that nobody knows. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, they have the domestic stuff, right? Yeah. So domestic music, domestic TV shows, and kids shows in particular are a thing to actually latch on. So you'd think the kids would be prefer, like, this is why I always say, Vivi, my wife and your wife's generation, are about the same age, mm. they grew up with Japanese cartoons, yeah. American TV shows, and they were in Guangdong, which had more media exposure right. than the rest of the country because they were near Shenzhen and Hong Kong. Yeah. That, at that time, Guangdong was way different than the rest of the country. It wasn't that commie. Yeah. yeah. And they, so they would get broadcast from Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And it was in Kansas. So my wife grew up watching Sailor Moon and yeah, all those I'm cartoons. My wife too. Actually, Kids nowadays do not. You know, uh, on my videos, you see the introduction with the VHS player. That I actually got that VHS player from my parents-in-law house. Because, right. you know, my father-in-law used to work in Hong Kong, you right. know, back in the, the 80s and the 90s. And so he'd come back and he'd mm. bring like mm-hmm. Western technology back like my my wife had a sony walkman yeah, yeah. they had vhs they had all these cool things you Maybe know we had more stuff than i did yeah she was poor but like she had more sure. stuff because it was all smuggled in. yeah it all comes in over the border but 
you, it's weird because China never had VHS. No. I think people don't understand this. Yeah, it's that's like, interesting. They didn't have it because no. they skipped out on that whole thing. They went straight to VCDs because when China finally started to like acceptably open up, the VHS boom was kind of over. Yeah. And it was just so much easier to write these pirate v- uh, VCDs. I remember, I remember. So you could get them everywhere. Even when we were still living yeah. there, you could buy VCDs. Dude, there was piles of them yeah. in the first dorm I lived in. Yeah. You used to be able to go to the VCD or fake DVD shops and there would be like... 9-11 coverage and it was just like a news stories of 9-11 happening i remember like you remember the, the like, fake movies yeah the fake because movies yeah i remember seeing like evil dead six or something yeah. like they never made number six and i look at it and it's it's got mishmashes of like fast and the furious cars flipping yeah. over a big tidal wave from yeah. like that 2012 disaster right, movie with, like with, sh- with random stuff and it's like evil dead six you get it and then it's like some french movie yeah yeah it's yeah it was anyway kind of we're going yeah. way off track my point yes. is that generation grew up a lot less brainwashed and they didn't have their own domestic stuff yeah right. they had a couple cartoons and stuff but it was very old school stuff so they preferred mm-hmm. the foreign stuff Kids that, like, nowadays yeah. they do watch anime you got you mm-hmm. go to billy billy you see mm-hmm. all this stuff however the pop culture stuff for little kids when you turn on the tv you get boonie bears you get she young sorry yeah Xi Yang Yang. Um, Xi Yang Yang. Mei Yang Yang. Yeah, so we got we got both. We're going to show you both of those. Yeah. So this mm. cartoon here, you can roll this clip. Right. Uh, you get a little example. This sure. is about a hunter. It's actually quite violent. Uh, this dumb hunter, basically. Yeah. And he's this Chinese dude living in a shack. Yeah. And he goes out and he tries to kill these two boonie bears. They're called boonie bears. Yeah. And these bears, are they're always getting into foibles and stuff, right? You can right. pause it here. Yeah. Now... Like I said, we're, we'd always start with a little bit of humor here, but something happened. Yeah, unfortunately. This is not happened. funny. Yeah. Um, but it'll lead into something funny. Indeed. Explain I mean, what happened. Okay, so basically uh, two kids, eight-year-old and a six-year-old, were playing in their six-story apartment and yeah. tied some ropes together and tried to climb out the window. It was and, an eight-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah eight-year-old girl and her, and her six-year-old friend. Oh, was Just, okay. Yeah, they were, being, yeah, they, they were left unsupervised. And so, you know, she tried to climb out the window with ropes tied together, which she'd apparently seen in the show. Sure. And she obviously fell and, you know, she went to the hospital, but eventually died, unfortunately. So the parents, her parents, first of all, tried to sue the parents of her six-year-old friend. Yeah. (laughs) Like almost like 600,000 RMB. Yeah. For compensation. So they try to sue her. It's ridiculous. How is it a six-year-old's parents' fault just playing with her together? You know what I mean? Younger than her. She's actually the elder. She, she should be sued. Her, they, the parents should sue themselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? That's, does that yes, make sense? Yeah, but anyway, yes, they also then sued the, the company that makes the cartoons, saying yes. it was the cartoons that um, made her do it. Right. Now, if you look on the screen... It actually has a disclaimer during this scene. Yeah. It even says it. Shao Pon Yeoman. Yep. That means like little friends. It basically means children. Right. Don't do this. It's dangerous. So it says like, be, like take care of pay caution. Yeah. So they're, they're pretty much in the clear for that, right? Yeah. But they still got blamed. Yeah. 10%. They ended up having to pay the cartoon. People paid 10%. I just like the way that that was framed in Chinese. It was like not, not that they had to pay 10%, which they did, but it was framed in Chinese when the story was covered that... They were 10% responsible. Yeah, 10% like... <laughs> responsible for a child's death. Um, on top of that, it turns out the parents had to pay 80%. They were deemed 80% responsible because the father left the children alone hmm. uh, with his mentally disabled wife who, you know, couldn't watch them. So he had to pay 80%. The other child's parents had to pay 10%. And then the the cartoon studio had to pay 10% of this uh, 600,000 RMB. So it's yeah. just a little bit bizarre yeah um anyway 
I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about cartoons before we move on because this this goes into something There's else. There's more stuff. Yeah, Shi uh, Yang Yang is probably I don't know the most. It's prolific. It's the most. It's like the popular. Looney Tunes of. Oh, hold <laughs> oh on. yeah, yeah hold I forgot on. about this. So you remember that hunter? Yeah. So you will find boonie bears like stuff everywhere, everywhere but yeah. it's not licensed stuff. So mm. this is an example of uh, a little kid's car. Yeah, it's one of those. You, yeah, exactly. So we actually found more disturbing versions of this, yeah. but this is one. That I remember we we filmed that in uh, the yeah, outskirts we of Shenzhen. Around. Yeah. Um, anyway, Xiang Yang. If you see little kids walking around with backpacks and stuff, they all have Xiang Yang. This is Xiang Yang in the yeah. background, by the way. Um, you may recognize it because it's so prolific. It's everywhere in China, if you've ever been to China. And my favorite part about Xiang Yang, they are like sheep, right? Yeah. Would you say they're sheep? Yeah, obviously, Yang. Well, no, you see, you get Mei Yang and you get Shan, Shan Yang. Yang. Yeah, there's so, some Shan Yangs there. But the English translation, the official English translation for Xiang Yang is pleasant goat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's pleasant goat. And uh, um, a friend of mine who lives in Japan, right? He went to one of these big comic um, things where all the comic people from all over the world were showing their stuff. In China, the, the Xiang Yang people were there and they had their merchandise and they had like these big pillows with um, Mei Yang Yang, which is like be- the, the, the pretty, be- one, yeah. pretty, pretty one or whatever. And it said in English, beauty goat. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nice. it's kind of funny anyway so uh, one of them has shit for hair yes one of them it's always right yeah yeah the, this 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 one in the corner that yeah. that corner um yeah he's got like a turd for a hairstyle the whole the whole thing is that these these uh they're really guai how do you say guai like well behaved yeah, yeah. these sheep are really well behaved and yeah. they always follow the rules but these the the wolves yeah they're rebels they like step out of line basically some really good uh parallels and the, the wolves are always trying to like well um, the, the bad Hui Tai Lang, which is yeah. the bad wolf, he's always trying to catch the sheep. Yeah. And then he always fails. And then his wife, Hong Tai Lang, which is the one in the corner up there, always hits him with a frying pan yeah. and like beats him like spousal abuse. Sure. Um, very original. Okay. But just this is leading on to what happened because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a case where they got Emmanuel, sued. Our, our generous friend last time, he really wants to know the eternal question is, does Yang mean sheep or goat? Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Shan Yang means like mountain, mountain goat, but goat, it means yeah. goat. goat. Shan Yang and Mei Yang means sheep. Yeah. But by looking at them, I would say that they're sheep because they got woolly. They're yeah, wool everywhere. They it's like, like sheep a, to me. It's sheep, right? Yeah. So why is it anyway. called pleasant goat? I don't know. Why is, <laughs> the, is... Why is that? Why is the Hong Tai, tai Lang throwing up in a... Uh, no, like she's a, fanning the flames. Oh, I thought she was yeah. puking a rainbow or something. Oh, no, God. no. So, apparently, uh, another kid... This, kind again, of, is not funny. It's not funny. But, leading up to but, funny. But don't worry, no, no one died, okay? Yeah. But another kid tied his two friends to a tree and set them on fire. <laughs> because, I'm sorry, but it's okay. After watching Xiang <laughs> Yang, watching the wolf cook, cook the lamb. So, okay, <laughs> I know I'm sorry it's, it's, it's cartoonish because it is based on a cartoon but it's terrible when kids get hurt but I mean the fact that when they went and sued Xiang Yang because what cartoon doesn't have this in it of by the course. way you always see Tom and Jerry they like whack people over the head of the mallet or something and put them through a cheese grater you can't sue like Warner Brothers or whatever. Dude, Looney this Tunes. is what I'm gonna say okay. to, to the, the family or whatever. They because they tried to get forty thousand RMB. Yeah. If that. your ten year old child yes is taking two little kids which yeah. are, and tying them to a tree and setting them on fire, 
You've done something wrong while parenting. I don't think yeah. Shi Yang Yang is at fault. I don't here. think it's Shi Yang Yang's fault. Your kids yeah. set people on fire. I know. That's that's just ridiculous. <laughs> Freaking stupid. Anyway. Anyway, there's more, yeah. I think. Sorry. There's something coming up here. Is okay. there, though? Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Because this is the funny thing. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you can set this up. Okay, so what we've got here is we've got a shipping company, like a package, like a... Let's see. Give them a couple seconds. They can guess, like, what's going okay, on. Okay, what, what, what do you think? If you don't just read Chinese. What do you think's happening? Okay. You can see a bunch of packages. Yeah. They have to be scanned for security reasons, of course, to make sure. <laughs> I just gave up the ghost there. Yeah. Did they put lipstick on her? Or is that no, like No, I think from it's just, just okay. the, the mannequins like that. So basically, you know, you've got the security scanner and the packages <laughs> pass through the x-ray. This company, they found this company is using a mannequin to sit at the security <laughs> station. <laughs> You know when you go when you're in China and you yeah. you get you lose your motorcycle or bicycle gets stolen and you're like I want to see the, the security cam footage and it's always gone. Yeah. I was like, oh, it didn't work last night. Yeah, I yeah. know why now. Yeah, exactly. It's just ridiculous. You know it's you know Chabadoa, guys. Mm, yeah, this is this is Chabadoa in Chabadoa its purest form. This is pure distilled yeah. Chabadoa. Wearing the uniform and everything. Yeah, they the put the Z uniform ZTO. on. So this is like a Quaidi company, you know, which is basically like DHL, UPS, something like if that. If you're going to pause it, pause it on like where you can see her face so you yeah, can okay. really absorb this. There we go. So yeah, there she is. Uh, so so yeah. they have to scan. This is real mail, both international yeah. and national, right? Domestic? It's probably a domestic shipping okay. company, but of course they have to scan I've it for weapons. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah. They have to scan for weapons, bombs, like yeah, sharp yeah, objects, sure. drugs, con drugs, contraband, all that. So baby pills. Yeah, exactly. They have to scan for all this st stuff, but it's obviously too much effort to actually do it. So they just put a mannequin in front of the X-ray machine sure. and just let the things run through. I just. It, this just didn't shock me at all. No, because it's, it's something you expect. It is. It's but it's rare to catch it on camera. So I was so yeah. very very happy this happened. Yeah, I mean the fact of the matter is uh, there is very little oversight, and that's why sure. there's such such distrust, because this company obviously has a stamp from the government saying that they're yeah. they're following regulations. Mm. Okay. And so that's supposed to give you trust in the company. Mm -hmm. And the same goes with, remember, with the vaccine scandal, mm -hmm. not, not the, the first one, but the second one with the expired vaccines. Yeah. What was happening was they were being stored unrefrigerated outside in someone's apartment and just kind of randomly being sent out by a barefoot woman sitting there, you know? But it's literally stamped by the government. Yeah. My elevator in my apartment, the family is in it, it collapsed literally very quickly after it was installed. Yeah. It was stamped by the government. They paid a bribe. The government said this elevator is safe for this amount of time. They didn't yeah. check it, and it collapsed, and a family fell down. Yeah, exactly. it happens all the time. The yeah. government stamps the the tiles that go on the sidewalk that turn into huge pits. And Why do you think so down. many escalator injuries and deaths happen? Yeah, in China? yeah, they, it's huge. You'd, like, eaten by you'd be like, why? Why are people dying from riding escalators? It's because the inspection like stamps and everything. It's just like they're like, I don't really feel like doing this. It's just to say it was done. And if you think about it, it's not just at the final level. People might be thinking, oh well. At least it's probably good quality or something, and then yeah. they just bribed to get it checked. No, the whole way has been bribed. So yeah. the guy that sent the materials to the the, the smelter, yeah. the smelted down to turn into the molds, the mm. mold shop that talks to this, they all have to get government approval, and it's all bribes. Yeah, exactly. So that's why so many people die. But anyway, in this case, God knows what went through, uh, what's been going through. No, no they probably do this no. forever. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So they got I caught that out. Was hilarious. Yeah, they got caught out. That's good. I'm glad to hear they got caught out. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, this happens just—it's rampant. Absolutely. Anyway, let's uh, let's hit some super chats before we move on to our main article here. Yeah, Ethan Bradbury. Mm. Um, <laughs> Ethan Bradbury. Uh, what is it? What does he say? 
he screams something. Anyway, I don't know. does China have plans for war? Would they start it? Um, no, I mean, look, they, they push, they push, 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 the push, 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 um, push. And they kind of rely on the fact that the rest of the world doesn't want war. Yeah. And that's why they keep pushing the South China Sea. That's why they keep being sure. aggressive towards Taiwan. Sure. They push, 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 push. I don't think they want to initiate a war, but they kind of... Well, they need the they nationalism. Want, yeah, they do. I think they, they're waiting for the another country to you know step up it's kind of like germany during the lead up to world war ii doesn't want war yeah they don't want war but germany didn't expect it either they just let's take the rhineland back and stuff and i think that's what sure yeah yeah i mean that's what's happening yeah Yeah. china's like let's just take this part back it belongs to us even though it doesn't you know let's take this part of the sea it belongs to us and everyone's like no it doesn't belong to you they're like screw you we got an ancient map from like a billion years ago that says that it does belong to us you're like okay well how about we look at a map from a couple hundred years ago where big swaths of china belong to other countries should we say that that still belongs to them sure you know it's just a stupid logic anyway the fact of the matter is they're going to keep pushing and pushing and eventually i think they're going to cross a line especially with taiwan if they do it might lead to some form of armed conflict but uh to think that they're going out to try and pursue war i don't think so I mean, Xi Jinping said today that they are, they have to prepare they, for war. They say this all the time. Yeah, um, every Ethan every day. Bradbury, by the way, thank you to the people in the chat. He says slamming. Okay, he I don't also know. Also says the the regular. Okay. Anyway, Evba. Oh, thanks sincerely for the heads up about COVID. My grandma's now hospitalized with COVID, and she's probably going to die. Oh, that's and awful. Fo- follows up with. This was 100% preventable on China's part, and China in any form must never be allowed to influence global affairs ever again. Absolutely, especially not big, big bodies. Sorry. Yeah, that's horrible to hear, but places like the World Health Organization, they're on the United Nations freaking human rights board or whatever at the moment, you know, influencing that. A country that has concentration camps yeah. and is doing cultural genocide. Yeah. Um, guys, I think we either have to stop trusting things like the UN or tell them to stop being fools. Yeah. Anyway. I'm sorry to hear. Yeah. Madrox 303, happy live stream. Some money for whip parts. Keith. Thanks, Keith. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. That's very nice. Um, we got a, another prediction from this dude. You guys read it yourself. It's fun. Jay Leo, uh, is Mikey Chen strictly dumpling a target of the CCP? Well, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, that's so our main topic. So worry. hang 10. Uh, and R- Rafal Saltarski Sol- says, did Tim Pool call back? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Do you really think so? Come on. Maybe if we wore beanies, then he'd like think we'd fit in. I put a hat on at least today. Maybe it's, it's the true. next step closer. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, and then uh, speaking of the devil, Carol Skiller says, "I love your Godzilla hat." Thank you very much. Um, anyway, let's move on. Cool. To our, All right, guys. We'll come back to your questions. Soft power hour. We talk about specifically how the Chinese government is changing your mind through nefarious little ways. Soft power suggestion, mm. psyops. You know, whatever. <laughs> You know, that kind of MK Ultra, whatever nonsense people always go on about. Um, yeah. Okay, Brain so force. We're, we're talking about Uncle Roger, right? Uh, yeah, so let me uh, set this up. Okay. So, Uncle Roger, um, I've been reading the chat here. Pretty much everyone's still talking about it. So, yeah. uh, Uncle Roger, if you're uh, if you're one of the folks that have, hasn't followed this, he is a Malaysian slash British mm-hmm. YouTuber. Very, very popular. Very, very famous. It's very funny. Very funny. We like him, actually. Mm. This is mm. nothing against him in mm. personally. Uh, very funny dude. So basically, he does this thing where he critiques people's cooking, and he also does a setup where he's in a food truck, yeah. and then he sells people stuff, and he criticizes their choices for either being vegan or having a nut allergy and calling them weak and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hilarious stuff. 
Um, actually, I put a put a little clip in there so you okay, guys can. Okay, sure. Let's let's sure. play. Whoop. Let's hope this works. Did I mess something up here? What did you do? Um, never mind. It's it's happening. It's happening. Okay. I think it's happening. Let's make sure. Is it happening, or is this just a very long pause? Don't worry, guys. Bear with us. We always have these technical. Booney, bear with us. Yep. Might wanna restart that. Because that is not correct. Okay, give me a second. I'm going to start our materials again. I'll read, uh, read this. CC, okay. I work in academia, which is predominantly anti-Trump, but the ones who have spent time living in China or study China show some sympathy to Trump. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. uh, Jan Fosca, what if you're born on April 4th, like 4-4? <laughs> Do kids make fun of you at school or teachers comment and give you a hard time? They might oh, just yeah. avoid you. <laughs> yeah, they'll just be like, oh, I'm out. August 8th, 8-8, eight, eight, super lucky? Of course it is, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, Winston is now finding the... Uh, I'm trying to get us back to our, our segment here. Yep. Okay, let's play. It's a let's Give a little play. taste. Little Which will make what, it the, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Uncle Roger is so upset, I put my leg down from chair. Why are you running water through... <laughs> you ruining the rice first, you use colander to dry the rice, and then you put water, then why bother drying the rice? Who cook rice like this? Yeah, okay, so... Okay, a little taste, a little taste. Don't want to get hit with copyright. Yeah. Um, then we have our second protagonist, which is uh, Strictly Dumpling, Mike Chen. The good guy. Also a nice guy. Well, in this scenario, absolutely. Oh, guy. no, he's 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 a good guy, period. Yeah. But in this whole confrontation, if we can call it that. He's the good whole, guy. He is the good guy. He's the, the light he's, side. He's the, the protagonist. The way of the force. <laughs> the way of the force. Yeah. So this is what happened. Mm. Um, let me introduce Mike first. Mm. So Mike is named Strictly Dumpling. He used to be on a show called Off the Great Wall. Mm -hmm. uh, really early YouTube stuff. Yeah. And very popular. Does a lot of food content. The thing about Mike Chen is, although being ethnically Chinese, um, is critical of the CCP. Yeah. Um, there were allegations that he had something to do with Falun Gong, which is the cult thing that the, the guys who fly around fly and cure cancer yeah um <laughs> that china hates right yeah. they absolutely despise falun gong now while we don't have any personal issue with falun gong we also don't uh buy into their yeah. their practices however we do think that everyone should have the ability and freedom to do it at, like. at the end of the day i think it's a stupid argument to say just because someone's tied to any organization that their their opinion about something is invalid it's like saying if someone eats a dish and they're like mm, this is really salty they're like Shut up! You're a Christian. Why should I believe you? Or yeah, shut up! You're a Scientologist. I mean, he how do you know if it's salty content. or not? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's got nothing to do with politics. My point is, mm. I don't even know if that's true anyway. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. What happened was because of his uh, whether it's a alleged affiliation or the fact that he's pretty anti-CCP, is he is a champion of human rights for Chinese yeah, people. Yeah, he is a champion because he is Chinese. Yes. Mm. Now. What happened was, if we go back to uh, Uncle Roger, actually go forward, Uncle Roger and him did a collab. They're both about the same size, their channels, right? Yes. Um, I put a clip in here. Yeah, we can pop that, pop this in. I here. want everybody to see this, especially all the Chinese nationalists. I want you to see this is um, Uncle Roger with Mike Chen together having a great time because you know what? They have collaborated together, they're very close knit, they're very well tied together. <laughs> um, every single thing that Uncle uh, I mean, Strictly Dumpling has said is what Uncle Roger believes 100%, you know. Let's, let's Dumpling's roll Dumpling's supposed to be sexy. You're right, Uncle Roger. Dumplings with their juicy filling and thin, almost see-through skin are supposed to be very sexy and every single time you take a bite and it just invokes intimate thoughts in your head. It's very light. So this there was only, a, this is, uh, you, can, you can just show him. So Mike, Mike Chen, 
He well, does. let's, let's yeah, anyway. this. Yeah. So what happened was, this is the deal. Uncle Roger, the guy in the orange shirt, he's always in an orange shirt, mm -hmm. very funny guy. He actually removed or deleted his video that collaborated with Mike Chen. Yes. Now, the reason I would never talk about this is because it's like YouTube drama, mm -hmm. but it goes way further than that. It's not YouTube drama. It's not. That's what I'm saying. The reason this happened was, uh, and this is, this is what is suspected, is that the Chinese government talked to either Uncle Roger, but probably his agent, yes, who his runs his mainland China, stuff, yeah. mainland China stuff, and says, hey, you talk to that Mike Chen guy, you better delete this video, right? Yeah. And there are a lot of people actually in the chat saying, oh, we don't know what actually happened. Well, we do, because actually Uncle Roger made a statement here. Yes, okay. And this is uh, Uncle Roger. This is what he says. Um, let, me pull, let me pull this up real quick. Okay, it says, Uncle Roger apologizes. Um, he says, my staff and I would like to express our sincerest apologies to everyone. His apology went. Considering the seriousness of the issue and the negative impact of the video itself. By the way, it was just about dumpling. You saw it. Yeah. We discussed it internally and decided to take it down. I wasn't aware of his, he's talking about Mike Chen, mm -hmm. the dumpling guy. I wasn't aware of his political thoughts and his past incorrect remarks about China. So not only did he go out there and make a public <laughs> statement saying why he removed the video, but he also said Mike Chen is, is wrong yes. in his opinions about China because mm -hmm. he stands up for China's human rights. It's it's horrible, and we've seen this a lot. This is not the first time. Remember the NBA incident? And yes. Nike and various other sure. companies. Because, obviously, Uncle Roger's got his team, his Chinese mainland yeah, China team, spreading his content. I'm not surprised. Yeah, spreading his content through China and making tons of money and reaching a massive audience. All of a sudden, this is how the Chinese government works, is they use that as leverage. Sure. They're like... You want part of our market? You want some of this fake carrot? Remember, it's a fake carrot and a real stick. Yeah. That's how they work. You want some of this? Guess what? Whack. You're not allowed to associate with anyone who's mm. ever said anything negative about the Chinese government. Right. Even if, I mean, Mike, Mike Chen, the dumpling guy, I've never, ever seen him say anything about it. It's never come up in my in the zeitgeist that he's ever said anything against the CCP. I know, now I know researching this. Sure. He, he has said things, but... It's just common sense things like Tiananmen Square Massacre yeah, was yeah. bad. Sure. It's no, not, it's not anything against the Greitens. No, no. And it's not against Chinese people or anything. No, he is Chinese I'll, I'll read his statement. Yeah. Anyway, the fact of the matter is they whack you with the stick and then suddenly you see these people on the defensive and they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry to have hurt the feelings of the Chinese people. But one thing that none of these people realize, whether it be the NBA or Uncle Roger or anyone. Or his team. His team. What they don't realize is that it doesn't matter. The damage is done. As much pandering as you try to do, as much apology, and as much as you, you kowtow, it's not going to restore your reputation in mainland no. China. You will still be on the naughty list. And guess what? Now you've pissed off your actual genuine followers who got you to where you are now. Do you think that China made the NBA who it is? No, China only recently came in the picture as like a very big watcher of NBA. The NBA was started way before China was even in the picture. This uh, Uncle Roger guy, it's his stand-up comedy stuff that the West has eaten up, you know? It's not China that put him on the map. Yet now he's offending his real, true audience, all for the sake of appeasing the CCP overlords. And guess what? Do that all you want. 
you're still not going to be successful in China now after this incident. No, this is and, and this is something I really wanted to, to point out. Mm. There was so much speculation that it was because of oh the poor and this is where people get China wrong. Yeah. Oh, it's the poor little baby Chinese people. Their little glass hearts. They were so offended by this. No, they weren't. And usually they actually aren't. Yeah. This is actually what usually happens, and this is what happened here on Weibo. People are like, I don't understand what the controversy is. Yeah. This is the Weibo. They're saying I, a video was removed. I have no idea what's happening. They don't know. They have no hurt feelings. They don't nope. know the controversy behind it. So all the PR is saying, oh, it's because Chinese people are upset. So you need to make an apology. No, guess no. what? The Chinese people didn't even know what happened. Well, I'm going to tell you a little secret is that the Chinese uh, netizens and the Chinese, we could say the, the masses that are supposedly hurt only ever get hurt when the government tells mm. them that they're supposed mm. to be hurt. Mm -hmm. They're like oh, they have, the, this person has hurt our pride and has hurt the feelings of the Chinese people, then all the Chinese people are like, well, the government says that we've been hurt, so I guess we're hurt. And then right. they go on these rampages like, sure. you are so bad to say bad things right, about China, right. blah, blah, blah. You know, it's kind of what happens to us all the time. Sure, but in this case, like... They weren't hurt. No one was hurt. There, there's a funny thing on here. It says, um, Uncle Roger is so political, it's tongue-in-cheek, Uncle Roger is so highly political that they, we don't even know why we're supposed to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. You know what I mean? I so it. there's a lot of memes coming out I'm right sure, now. I'm sure now you're going to see a lot of the maybe the yeah. hurt. you've heard the sure. feelings of the Chinese people stuff, but it's only because the government made it into a thing. Sure. So, um... You want to play Before that Mike Chen? I, I want you to actually... No, it's fine. I want you to go on the picture of them together yeah. so, while I read this. Okay, so... Hey, guys, um, remember, see? They're very closely intertwined. <laughs> Every single thing that the guy in the red believes is what the guy in the orange believes. So, Uncle Roger, you can try to hide your affiliation with Mike Chen from Strictly Dumpling, but we know that you've had these secret meetings with him discussing the Tiananmen Square massacre, <laughs> the Tibetan, you know, terrible things that are going on there, the, the Xinjiang you know cultural genocide you guys are like this look you guys are just brothers in arms you're blood brothers and you agree on everything together <laughs> this is a joke yeah obviously i'm um, just trying to prove a point that he's being a moron I know, i'm just doing that for for yeah. for the reasons yeah uh, okay so this is what uh mike chen the absolute legend so the yeah, guy, yeah, in the the guy the guy with his eyes closed let me change the, yeah, the picture can actually a make bit. Him look, yeah. look like like, He's not sleeping. Okay, there we go. There, yeah. um, so Mike Chen, who is strictly dumpling, keep in mind. Mm -hmm. This is what he said. He says, I hold no animosity towards Nigel for what he did. And we're he's talking about Uncle Roger. Because he's a good man. Yeah, because it's hard to stand up to the Chinese Communist Party's tactics. I do hope that he learns more about the human rights abuses that the CCP has committed because he lives in a free country where he can do that. I've always said that I love China and I love the kind-hearted Chinese people. They are my people. The CCP, however, is not China and certainly should not be equated to the Chinese people. Mm -hmm. What an absolute legend. Isn't, isn't that what we say all yes. the time? Yes, and that's the moral thing to say because it's the truth. It is the truth. So hmm. Uncle Roger's team in summation um, overreacted over uh, affiliation with Mike Chen. Hmm. They probably got a letter from the, from the Chinese government yeah. basically telling his ch China team that promotes his media there to say... You better take this video down. If they just silently took it down, it probably wouldn't have been an issue. I think they probably asked for an apology. Yeah, yeah. You need to make an apology. The self-criticism bullshit yeah, that they always do. It's true. And Mike Chen ended up being the victor of this because people are talking about it a lot right now. Yeah. Not just us. You can go for it and show some of the means. Like, he's even got attention of uh, that dissident, Chinese dissident uh, artist. Mm-hmm. Ai Weiwei? No, 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 no. Uh, first, one. Here's, here's one. Okay. Uh, here's one, one meme. <laughs> okay. So he's, he's liking that R&B. Yeah. He's giving a little love to she, and she's enjoying that. Yep. 
Uh, this is for the people who can't see it. Yeah, this dude, remember? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bai Dio Tao. Bai Dio Tao. This guy, he does a lot of awesome disc He, he does incredibly him. Definitely good. follow him. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, he said, Uncle Roger uh, apologizes and deletes video of fellow YouTube star who criticized China. So he made yeah, the <laughs> artwork about it. I know. It's, this is one of thousands right now. Um, he is not getting good press right now, and this is the problem. Is I have no problem. Uncle Roger's hilarious. I think he's he funny. I really like. I really like that, and I'm very disappointed that he actually went through. Even if he was coerced into it, that's the thing. Is I I highly doubt it was even him. Yeah. But the fact that he is with a media team that you know didn't give him the freedom to do his own thing. Mm. You should. So think about this, guys. This is what I want you to walk away with. A YouTuber in the UK from Malaysia doesn't matter where he's from. Mm. He's in the UK, collaborated with another Western YouTuber yeah. about food. About food, about dumplings. To collaborate their audiences together, not about politics. And they're huge. Both about of them food. have the, about the same amount of subscribers, yes, 3.5 3, 3. 3. million each. Mm. They came together in good faith, mm -hmm. made a hilarious video that everyone loved. Yeah. And then one of, the, one of these people, the guy in the UK, Nigel, had to remove content for China, yeah. a country he's not only not from. Yes. But a country that is not in relation to the UK at all. They don't yeah. have the same laws. It wasn't yeah. some copyright DMCA takedown. No, no. He had to remove. He self-censored and removed good faith food content <laughs> to make the CCP happy. Let me let that sink in. Mm. He made an authoritarian government shut up and be happy by apologizing to its people, saying he did something wrong, and then labeling Mike Chen, a very sweet guy. Yeah saying that he made inaccurate statements, incorrect statements yeah. about China. Yeah. The and Chinese his guy. His political thoughts were right. bad. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the CCP reaching all the way over the Great Firewall of China. Because don't forget, guys, you're not supposed to be able to access YouTube from within China. So they mess up YouTubers out there by doing all these nefarious things, just like they mass flag our content and try their best to report us and do all these weird things to try and shut us down. Sure. You know? It's, Mike Chen, you're the man. Oh, by Seriously. the way, yeah. Huge, you have our full backing. Not only have we always, uh, you know, we've followed you. We've actually yeah, followed yeah. both. I've watched, I watched both, yeah. yeah. We've, we've followed you. We, we have a lot of respect for what you do. And now your respect, my respect for you has grown immensely. Yes. For just being truthful and standing up for what's right. Yeah. And unfortunately for Uncle Roger, my respect for you has gone sub-zero. Whether that's sub your fault or... It's, yeah, it's just it's de de been destroyed. You're a comedian. You talk about food. You're not supposed to, you know, well, you be pandering to a freaking communist that. government, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and, anyway. Yeah, your real audience who loves you and who built you up are the ones that you've actually betrayed. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. that's a good point. Um, anyway, so... Yeah, that's that's pretty much the he's gonna have to of he's that. gonna have to uh, weather the meme storm right now because I don't think anyone's taking his side at this point. No, I don't think. I mean, even if you're a woomow, yeah. if you're a woomow out there and like you are like a fervent nationalist and stuff, mm -hmm. you must be freaking embarrassed right now because you you watch. I mean, you'll probably be a little bit proud that your government's so powerful. Yeah. But if you're a woman out there, like a really brazen nationalist, you're going to be also embarrassed at how insecure your freaking government is, dude. Sure. You can't even let two YouTubers collaborate with each other. Yeah. About f dumplings, about food. Yeah. How, how, what a pussy. Seriously, a yeah. pussy government. 
This is unfortunately something that's happening in the world, not only from the, the CCP, but we're seeing this cancel culture going around. Mm. And it's kind of like, this is a warning. You, mm. you may not ever mm. collaborate with anyone mm. or you may not do business with anyone who has a certain opinion. Mm. And it's absolute bullshit because you know what? It doesn't matter if people have strange opinions or their own opinions on something. They can. It doesn't make the fact that they're another human being who you can interact with and have a conversation yeah. with yeah. any different. Right. In fact, the more diverse people's opinions are, the better because it, it rounds people up. And it actually, it got us into a big argument this morning mm. um, or discussion, I should say. We don't really argue, we just discuss. Um, we can argue sometimes. Heatedly. <laughs> yeah. But everybody knows about the big Twitter takedown um, of conservatives. And of course, Donald Trump was uh, banned and all that for inciting violence and all this. <laughs> And then they took down Parler, okay, which is something that I've never even looked at. Everyone's always like, you should join Parler and stuff. Mm. You know, that happened a lot. Mm -hmm. But I hadn't even looked at it yet. So it's a Twitter alternative. Mm -hmm. um, and basically what happened was they were worried that uh, Parler would be like a new hub for the people like Donald Trump and people who think along the same lines. And the people that they had purged away from Twitter, they didn't want them to go somewhere else and have a platform. Mm-hmm. So they took down Parler. Not only was it removed from the Google App Store, it was removed from their actual hosting company, Amazon. So initially, we were of the opinion that, you know what, private companies, et cetera, et cetera, we know that argument, they can sure. do what they want. Um, and it's not stopping people from actually still being able to go over to Parler, maybe sideload it into their phone if they can't sure. get it from the App Store. And I mean, that's a valid argument. Sure. You know, fine, if Google doesn't want to host it, they don't want to host it. It's okay, people can still get it. But no, it went further because the Silicon Valley little group of chummy chum friends decided that this is not a thing that needs to be around anymore and so amazon the host of this service terminated the hosting mm. immediately you know so they don't have an option they don't have an option to be there anymore they were shut down and we get a lot of people telling us that oh america is going the same way as china as far as censorship is concerned and uh, while it's not, and you had a very good argument about that, that it's not, can you put your point ahead as far as that's concerned? Well, my point is that, I mean, you can say censorship is censorship. We can call yeah. spade a spade, right? Sure. The thing is, like, when you have an authoritarian government that dictates what companies can do and then also what the people can do, mm -hmm. that's ultimate censorship, right? Yeah. However, when you have a system where uh, companies get so large, like a monopoly, right? Yeah. They get so large that they can control their own terms of service and they're protected under, you know, the, the freedom, freedom of speech, speech amendment, yeah. right? Mm. That's just how it is. Mm. Then they get to dictate what happens too. And that's a very slippery slope, unfortunately, because when you allow these massive juggernaut companies to be able to pull the plug on whatever they want mm. and dictate what, you know, whatever. That is, it is worrying. I mean, I, the thing is about this whole thing is Parler, like we talked about, I mean, I'm seeing the, the comments. We know Parler is, is not... A particularly conducive environment to for a lot of people to, to be on there, right? It's, Why a, not? it's a no. Listen to me. Yeah, I'm listening. It's it's a place for certain people to, that for that have certain ideologies and, and beliefs, right? Twitter to me is almost exactly the same. Yeah, it just is the, a the other side. it's a cesspool of people that are. Uh, it's a hate chamber. It's a hate chamber. It's of, a disgusting of, service. Of, it's horrible, right? I mean, my yeah. point is that both technically can dictate what is allowed on their platforms, right? right. And and Parler censored too. Parler censors their users. They do. Yeah, sure. Just like any other company, but it, that's how these companies work. Yeah, but Parler right? can't exist. And now they can't exist anymore <laughs> yeah. because there's the parent companies that actually can control these other companies can pull the plug on them. And that's when things go unchecked. That's a little worrying. Yeah. You know what's worrying when 
uh, you know, with the Trump ban and everything, you know, it's worrying when like Angela Merkel or whatever in Germany even says that, that that's an issue yeah. when you have people like pretty far left people saying that as well. Yeah. Um, so my 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 argument was that we don't have an authoritarian government that does control you guys might believe that, but there's not. There's there no, are you can still go out go onto out the street and say what you want. Yes, and you, you can won't po- be arrested. You for can it. post what you want, but the problem with that is that these companies are getting so large and so in each other's pockets that they can now dictate what what is incitement of hatred yeah. and violence and things like that. And that's a worrying slippery slope. Yeah, because this on, needs to come on Twitter, and this is a whataboutism, but you can see lots of calls for violence. You see, well, you I mean, can see radical... CCP accounts. Yeah, the CCP has all their accounts. You can see radical sort of Islamist accounts on there sure. calling for, I don't know, the genocide of Israel or whatever. You can see all this mm. kind of random crap that is definitely incitement to violence. It's exactly the reasons why they shut down uh, the people and ban certain people. The reason they ban them is stuff that they're guilty of too. Is what I'm saying. There are other sure. people on their platform. So you said that Parler is for a specific kind of person. That's actually not true. Parler is an alternative for people that have no option because they've been kicked off of Twitter. So people that have mild views. Of course, there's lots of crazy raving white mm-hmm. right wing mm-hmm. like piece of shit weirdos on there. That's fine, but you've got lots of crazy raving left-wing piece of shit weirdos on Twitter too. My, my point. Yeah. My point that I was trying to make was yeah. that no platform should be a specific. Yeah. Why, why have a specific platform for anyone? Yeah. That's things yeah. like Parler don't need to exist yeah. if everyone's allowed to have an equal playing field. Twitter yeah. doesn't need to be a, a cesspool either. Yeah. If I it, mean, had, it was should, an actual e- it equal should, playing field, it should have a term of service, terms of service, which makes sense. Like, don't threaten people. Sure. Don't of course, don't incite of violence or whatever the case. But then it should apply equally to everyone, no matter what political um, affiliation you have. Right. It should not only focus on specific types of people. I agree. I 100% agree with you. Know? you. But that's, those, that's these platforms happened. that are mm. coming under fire exist because of the already bad censorship and unfair terms of service stuff that is, are on these platforms. We're affected mm. by it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my, my argument behind it was that, yes, China is an authoritarian government that can really mess you up and disappear your family if you say the wrong things, you know, which is not what America is like. Um, believe right. it or not, it's, uh, although a lot of people will argue against that, it's not true. You can still go out and I can go out there and say whatever I want, really. And, mm-hmm. you know, I might get beaten up for it or something, but it's not against the law. But in China, you can go out there and say, you know, free Tibet and you'll get taken away by the police immediately and be locked up and questioned and what sure. have you. Now, in it's China, yeah, you can't even type anything on the Internet. No, no, with it's regards to your ID. Yeah, it can't be anonymous. Um, so the thing is, you've got a big controlling authoritarian government, but now you've got big controlling corporate, you know, tech companies that are doing the same as what the CCP is doing. Mm -hmm. So although from a societal down on the ground level, you still have freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. What's happening with these big tech companies is very much in parallel to what the Chinese government does as far as censorship is concerned. That's what I'm seeing with my eyes. Sure. You know, um, but anyway, the whole reason we're having this stupid debate with you, you know, live here is somewhere between what the both of us believe, there is a truth in between. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to be 100% right about anything. Seamilk's never going to be 100% right about anything. Neither are you. But the idea is that when you have opposing views on any given subject, that's when you can actually get to a point where some truth can be found. Agreed. And so when you start to get rid of a certain type of person because they don't follow a certain type Mm -hmm. of idea Mm -hmm. or a certain set of rules, you get rid of that. Mm -hmm. And the truth will never be found. Sure. 
you know? I think that where we came to consensus, I mean, it's not really an argument. Like, yeah. it's about, I mean, uh, to put all that stuff aside, yeah. I don't believe 100% deep in my heart that anyone ever should be censored about anything. Sure. And the thing that irks me so much, and the thing that we can absolutely agree on, is that the Chinese government is using these platforms yeah. with impunity. They have official politicians in a one-party state with genocidal concentration camps yeah. tweeting mm. and posting with impunity on these platforms. Yeah. And then they can remove, but they can remove other people. They can remove conservatives or whatever, like the, the people that follow Trump or whatever, right? Yeah. They can remove that because of what happened in the Capitol building or whatever. Maybe yeah. that's national security, whatever. Whatever they want to come up with. My point is you're allowing tyrants, mm. actual proper authoritarian tyrants that don't even hide that they're state affiliated with the CCP to reign free all over the Western internet. Yeah. They're, they have multi-million dollar budgets pumping content, promoting mm. pro-CCP content. Yeah. They have multi-million dollar budgets to hire um, people to work for these CCP agents to pump, pump stuff out on Twitter, TikTok, whatever platform you want to talk yeah. about. And they are allowed to operate with impunity and that's wrong. I don't think that anyone should be shut down or censored. I am a very much a libertarian and I do not right. believe in any sort of censorship whatsoever. Sure. Sure. That being said, that is a very unfair standard to, to put on Americans to, to say that, you know, you're not allowed to have a certain opinion. We're going to censor this person, this person for this reason, but we'll allow every other country yeah. with their own human rights atrocities that are much worse. Much worse to operate totally with whatever they want to do. Someone said like. something on our uh, comment section of our last podcast, which really rang true. You know, we were talking about how civilized Hong Kong uh -huh. is, right? And how civilized, in fact, it was a comment under the China Unscripted podcast mm -hmm. that we were mm -hmm. on. Uh, if you haven't seen it, by the way, mm -hmm. it's a very, very good podcast. We had a good discussion over on China Unscripted. We'll mm -hmm. put a link down in the description when this is over. But we were talking about how civilized the people of Hong Kong are and that even though there, all this unrest was happening and all this nonsense was going on, the, the very few people that were actually um, s severely hurt is because of the way, you know, with such jam-packed so many people. It's because sure. people are so civilized and have been following, uh, you know, sort of British law and all this f forever. And one of the comments under there was like, was it really rung, rung true with me? And it was, yes. Be the reason we're in the situation we're in is because we're civilized mm -hmm. and the CCP takes advantage of that mm -hmm. because when you've got a civilized person who believes in fairness and mm -hmm. fair play and, and all that equality and then you have a thug who has no conscience or qualms about doing anything bad the civilized person will be like oh that's okay like I'll, um, I won't fight you because mm -hmm. you know you're mm -hmm. unarmed or something sure and they're like well then great I'm just gonna stab you then or sure. you know I'm gonna kick you in the balls and and run away <laughs> hit you over the head and murder you and stuff because the guy's like oh I, I think I understand your problems you look strung out can I help you out and then the thug will just you know take advantage of that and that that's true the CCP is a thuggish organization and they're in it just to take advantage and do what they can and civilized like cultures and societies allow them to do that yeah that we allow them into whichever country to do their bullshit propaganda in our newspapers on our tv through twitter through youtube which is all blocked in china which is stupid right you know through facebook whatever they can come out they can name call they can call everyone racist they can call everyone a piece of shit they can do what they want but for some reason if you try to do the same back to them, you're an enemy. You get shut down by these so-called freedom of speech 
um, companies that allow so-called freedom of speech. And it's it's really, really annoying me. So civilized yeah. world, I think it's time we took a firmer stance against China. And that's kind of what we do here is we try to help you understand what China is doing. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, just I don't want in my own nation, I don't want CCP principles to be enacted. Yeah. Just, I think it's fair to say most people don't want an overbearing government. I don't want control. to see the CCP tweeting out their absolutely abhorrent propaganda and their garbage sure. on these platforms. No. And if they're allowed Allow to do Allow your own it, citizens to go on those yeah, platforms. If, they're allowed to, if they are allowed to spew right. their bullshit, then so should some whack job like Alex Jones or sure. some other dumbass who thinks that frogs are gay or whatever right you know right. it's right. like it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter i agree if someone's a whack job let him go and be a whack job and everyone could say look he's a whack job yeah so you know anyway my rant is over on no, this I, it's just I, going I, on that's where we came to the consensus yeah we i both agree i think we need to get some super censorship chats. is bad it's terrible we just say that yeah and china's um, the king of censorship in north korea yeah mm. tricky ricky uh the chinese dumpling guy we can call him mike chen yeah name. yeah from vancouver i think no wonder he hates the ccp they drove up the price of his home before he bought it huh yeah maybe there's Can't actually there was some web website did you see that it's i can't remember the name of it. it's like crack house or mansion and it shows you like a, oh, a like vancouver. a derelict house in canada and you have to choose whether it's a mansion or a crack house <laughs> and then like some of them look like a crack house are completely run down you click and it's like wrong no it's actually like a three million dollar house wow because just how much the the chinese especially the corrupt chinese yeah, and stuff have, is the same. have driven up vancouver the, uh, is worse though yeah it's terrible um that was a funny website though that is funny hmm. uh Ilusque. Uh, glad to finally catch you live. The Confucius Institute offers Chinese lessons at my university, but would you recommend taking them from another place? Yes. Well, I mean, you can do it. Just be aware of what's going on. Yeah, I, It'd I be mean, fun to see. <laughs> you they, can go feed us some info. They are part of the United Front. They are a propaganda arm they are the of Chinese the CCP. Party. It is the Chinese. So when you go there, um, they will teach you Chinese or whatever, but it's going to be with a heavy slant as this is the way China must be. This is what China is. This is what China did. And they're going to rewrite history. They're going to force on you that Taiwan is a part of China and that China is amazing, this and that, and the next thing, and all these false claims. Um, and they're probably going to keep a close eye on you and your friends. So if you want to go and attend other events that might be related to freedom of Hong Kong or Taiwanese things, this or that, anything about Tibet, anything about Xinjiang, any kind of activism uh, at all, and you're part of those classes they will probably rat you out. It's happened before. Yeah. So just be careful of that. The Confucius Institute is, it's like a friendly looking assassin just sitting there. Come in for a cup of tea. You know, right, right. You want some tea and biscuits? Meanwhile, they're waiting to just strike at the right moment. So be careful of them. Right. Why are so many people saying, why is Mike Chen on the thumbnail? Did you guys not see the show? We <laughs> talked for like a half an hour yeah. about them. They're like, we didn't talk about them. We literally talked about it for like Strictly Dumpling is Mike Chen. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Mimi <laughs> says, were the recent New, York, uh, sorry, New Year's Eve celebrations in China typical? Uh, could it be a matter of the CCP gloating? Most other New Year's Eve celebrations were canceled due to COVID. That's definitely gloating. Yeah, there's a lot of gloating going on. Despite the, there's two whole areas full lockdown, 100 yeah. million people yeah, in lockdown. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Right now, so. Well, you saw immediately, as soon as they could, they had like a big pool party in Wuhan, where right. the epicenter, where it came from, right. um, just to kind of say, nah, look, we're done with it. Screw the rest of the world. Look how good we are. Right. It's not like that. There's still tons of infections happening in China. And we right. hear this from people on the ground there, and it's stuff that you don't hear in the news. And that's kind of typical of what happens in China. Akosha, 
Number one fan. Thank you. Thank you. Dustin Pearson. Are Chinese citizens actually more litigious than... Uh, Dustin, how are you doing? More litigious uh, than us in the US? I hear about so often in, on this channel. Thanks, guys. Xin Yang Kuai The system's not there to be as litigious. Yeah, but um, they definitely... This whole compensation lot, yeah, for injury... A new, it's a big thing. Yeah, I it's think a big thing. Absolutely about injury. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They... they that's why you get all those broken vase scams where the yeah. old grandpa will like jump in front of a car or something and claim that he's hurt. You right. Know? It, there's a lot of scams. I've made videos about this on my channel. Um, but yeah, it's as far as that compensation insurance scams and stuff that happens a lot. Mike Spike says, can the world see the CCP for tit for tat diplomacy? Yeah. Well, I would hope so. It seems like a lot of them don't because they're yeah, dumb or something. Um, we'll, we'll catch up with those in a minute. Yeah. Okay. It's time for Worldview, everybody, which is our final segment of the show where we talk about everything in the world specifically to do with China. Yeah, what a surprise. Hmm. Um, so today, why don't you put on the media? Oh, yes, I will. We have a man disinfecting an auto factory. Yes. Why is this? Well, in the most recent allegation, this is not the Chinese government, by the way. The Chinese netizens mm -hmm. uh, were blaming a rumor that because there was coronavirus found on some auto parts boxes yeah um that the coronavirus was now coming from being imported into china from foreigners always foreigners. now <laughs> quickly the thankfully one of the C, one of the cdc departments in china jumped out and said number one the boxes were domestic parts mm -hmm. number two no <laughs> yeah, yeah but that's just the tip of the iceberg. What this sparked was like, although it was like a big rumor on Chinese internet, the Chinese government has made official statements about where the coronavirus is coming from. They're trying to lead it so far away from what it really came from yeah, in Wuhan yeah, yeah. that now the conversation around it is is devolved into the most ridiculous things ever. Like yeah. it's uh, frozen foods and things like this. Whereas experts around the world are like, you cannot get coronavirus from touching frozen food. Yeah. Right? You would have to be in direct contact with it, inhaling it, like for a long period of time. It doesn't work like that. Never it mind the fact that it's traveled aerosol. like yeah. for how many days yes. on a plane and everything. Yeah, it's not imported from other countries, okay, yeah. guys. Yeah. And so this is the problem is that they have to come up with more and more excuses right now because of all the domestic trans transmissions now. Yes. Yeah. It's not like in Taiwan where there are no domestic transmissions anymore. There are huge amounts of domestic transmissions in China right now. Um, I'm not talking about in a car. No. Transmissions of the coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, maybe they found them on transmission Yeah, you know, maybe boxes. that's what it was. Um, in Henan, <laughs> yeah. Beijing, and Hebei, yeah. uh, a lot of these areas are getting locked down again because mm. of the domestic transfers. And still the zeitgeist in China right now is that they're all imported cases from foreigners. Yeah, we told you, what was it, last time about the, yeah. the British guy in Dongguan who yeah. didn't have it when he left Hangzhou. And then he tested positive when he was in Dongguan. Mm. So he obviously caught it somewhere along the line because they have a lot more scrutiny on foreigners because they it's still the state narrative that it's foreigners bringing in this disease. Yeah. So if you're a foreigner, you're under the microscope. Normal people can go about their lives and not wear masks out uh -huh. in public. Obviously, if you go into like a subway station or a certain areas, you have to wear a mask still. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is they're not really under scrutiny. Foreigners are under huge scrutiny. You know, mm. They're like, oh, foreigners coming into town. We're going to watch him. We're going to have to test him 10 times or whatever. So, yeah, he caught it somewhere in China. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, foreigners are bringing this in. The guy was in China. He wasn't positive when he was tested in Hangzhou. Right. He became positive somewhere traveling from Hangzhou to Dongguan yeah. and around Dongguan. So he caught it in China from a Chinese person, presumably. Um, but no, it's foreigners bringing it back in. Mm -hmm. And so then they had to take all the foreigners 
of work for the day and test every single every single registered foreign teacher in the city had to go and get tested. Yep. Because it's foreigners, you know? It's kind of terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. No. Why don't we end why don't we end with something more funny? Okay, what do we got? Well fast forward a little bit. I'll fast forward a little bit. We, we, yeah, okay. What do we got? What do we got? All right. I mean, not funny, <laughs> uplifting. So yeah, to say. not funny. That's not funny, but it's great. It's great. Okay. So uh, Michael Pompeo, Secretary of State, mm-hmm. lift lifted the self-imposed restrictions on U.S.-Taiwan relationship. Now, this is all over the news. I want you guys to understand what this means. Mm. So because of the One China policy, can you explain the One China yes. policy for everyone? So Richard Nixon, under Richard Nixon, Watergate guy. Watergate guy. Looks like a rubber mask. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, long story short, he uh, decided that, you know what? I shouldn't say he. Under his under his leadership, mm-hmm. um, the U.S. decided that, you know what? The best option for China to potentially democratize or to integrate with the rest of the world is to recognize them, right? Instead of Taiwan. Mm. So during the Civil War in 1949, when the communists won and took over mainland China, the U.S. still didn't recognize that as China. They're yeah. like, screw communists, you know? Mm-hmm. And we still recognize the, the Republic of China, the nationalist government that ran away and fled to Taiwan. Yeah, because they were allies. Because they were allies. Mm. But uh, Richard Nixon said, you know what? This time, it's enough. Enough's enough. We're going to mm-hmm. recognize the big the big boys, you know? This is yeah. where the actual population is, and mm-hmm. maybe we'll have closer ties with China, and China can integrate with the world. Now, he created a nightmare yeah. along with the help of Canada at the time. Yeah. Um, and then they joined the WTO and mm. the UN and all this kind of stuff. But anyway, long story short, there was these self-imposed bans um, as to how the U.S. was allowed to deal with Taiwan because we're not af- allowed to f- officially recognize them as a country. Yeah. But we still have a treaty with them to protect them militarily and we still have uh, open business relationships. Sure. But anytime there was like a government... Kind uh, of a diplomatic Diplomat thing. or anything, they had to basically... Talk about it or ignore it. They had to talk about it and get permission from China, more or less. Yeah. Or just completely ignore it and just say, oh, Taiwan doesn't really exist. Yeah, Taiwan isn't a country. It It isn't a country. Just to appease China. And that's been the status quo. Now, (laughs) two weeks before the end of his his stint, uh, Mr. Pompeo, he decided to lift those restrictions, which is a massive win. It's huge. um, For Taiwan and for the U.S. and for the rest of the world to recognize Taiwan Mm. as being something other than an anomaly. Yes. It is a bastion of freedom. And if you don't mind, I would like to read his his statement. Please do. I'm going to have to pull it up, though. Entertain the crowd. Better be careful. Everyone's going to think that you think everything that he ever says is correct and you agree with him 100% on everything just because you're reading something good that he said. Awesome. They can believe whatever they want. I'm just I'm know, draw, I'm drawing analogies with the dumpling thing. For sure. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, guys. Fantastic this, thing. It's good you, news. If you've ever been to Taiwan, and I am going to be brutally honest here, everyone. I was very disappointed when I went to Taiwan, and you know why? I... Ended up in China, mainland China, in 2006. And it was on this business trip. I got stuck there. And I loved it. I love China. I, I thought this is where I, I wanted to be. It was so vibrant and different and amazing. Sure. So I went back home. I sold everything that I owned. And I went to China, to mainland China. And I struggled and I struggled. And after about a year and a half of... I, I mean, I'd been homeless for two days at one point. 
Um, I lost all of my money. I tried to figure out the system. I couldn't speak the language. No one could speak English. Long story short, I finally got to a point where I was comfortable. I had an apartment, which a nice swanky apartment. I had a good solid job that was bringing in a decent amount of money. I'd made lots of connections with people, not only friends around the place, but, you know, companies and government officials even and stuff like that that I'd met. So I was in this position where um, I thought I kind of had it made, right? Then my friend who was my housemate, he does the This Is Taiwan um, channel, uh, he got married in Taiwan because he went back to Taiwan. He was originally in Taiwan and, you know, he ended up doing a stint in China. So he was getting married. He invited me to his wedding. And so I thought, great. And I went through the very difficult because China doesn't recognize Taiwan. So there's no Taiwanese embassy where you can go get a, a visa. No. I had to go to Hong Kong to get a visa for Taiwan. And it was a big back and forth thing because they, they hold your passport, right? So I couldn't go back into mainland China because the Taiwanese consulate had my passport to know, apply the, for the visa. So, I, you know, how expensive Hong Kong is. Sure. So I had to, luckily, my friend Dave, I could stay at his place and, and whatnot. Anyway, long story short, I went to Taiwan for the first time. And I was so upset that it wasn't Taiwan that I'd first gone to. Because Taiwan was what I had always imagined China to be. Mm -hmm. As in the temples everywhere, the big statues of dragons and Buddhas and, and, you know, all this kind of thing. The amazing mixture of nightlife with the beautiful night markets, the amazing food, the polite, wonderful people, the... The people that have a lot of belief in everything they do. There's a lot of uh, religion and a lot of, you know, the kind of thing you watch a Kung Fu movie and you kind of think that's China. That's what Taiwan is. Right. Because they didn't have the cultural devolution or the Great Leap backwards. Their, their culture was not wiped out. Oh. And it's also a mixture of Japan because it was uh, previously occupied by Japan. So you've got sure. Japanese culture um, mixed in with proper Chinese culture before it was erased in the mainland. And it's such a vibrant and amazing place. It really is, you know, they, they call it the heart of Asia. It really is the heart of Asia. We love Taiwan. And so I, I really was incredibly upset that it wasn't Taiwan that I'd started in. Sure. Because I'd already built up my life and I had to go back to mainland China and I remained there for another, whatever it was, 13 and a half years, 13 years. Um, but if I could start all over again, go back to my 25-year-old self and say, don't go to mainland China, go to Taiwan. I would have just be a ha been a happier man. And it's no joke. I would have been a happier man. I would have had a much bigger adventure. Unfortunately, I wouldn't have met my wife, so I'm just going to have to, you know, accept the fact that I went to mainland See, China. See, I, I lived in Taiwan. Yeah. I actually did live in Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. And I first lived in mainland China, and then I went back to mainland China after living in Taiwan. Yeah, but that's because why? <laughs> because I want to finish the country. I want right. to see the rest of the country. Right. So I don't have any regrets. Right. I do, however, need to say that I admired Taiwan, Taiwanese society and democracy a hell of a lot more than I did in China. Sure. Um, China was an adventure. It was awesome. I had, I'll never forget my times there, but Taiwan is definitely the country that we need to diplomatically recognize for the sake of the people and just morality and the sake of humanity itself. Yeah, you're not seeing the same nonsense that you see coming out of mainland China and this this sort of authoritarian bully. That's not That's Taiwan. controlling institutions. Taiwan's a wonderful so, place. So this is Mike Pompeo's, um, if I can call him Mike, um, mm -hmm. his, uh, his speech, which is fantastic. Okay. This is one of his 
Uh, probably one of his best ones I've ever read, to be honest. Okay. Taiwan is a vibrant democracy and a reliable partner of the United States, and yet for several decades the State Department has created complex internal restrictions to regulate our diplomats, service members, and other official interactions with their, with their Taiwanese counterparts. The United States government took these actions unilaterally in an attempt to appease the communist uh, regime in Beijing. No more. Today I'm announcing that I'm lifting all of these self-imposed restrictions. Executive branch agencies to call consider all contact guidelines regarding relations with Taiwan previously issued by the Department of State under authorities delegated by the Secretary of State to be null and void. Additionally, any and all sections of the Foreign Affairs uh, Manual or Foreign Affairs Handbook that convey authorities or otherwise purport to regulate executive branch engagement with Taiwan via any entity other than the American Institute in Taiwan, AIT, are also hereby voided. The executive branch's relations with Taiwan are to be handled by the nonprofit AIT, as stipulated in the Taiwan Relations Act. The United States government maintains relationships with unofficial partners around the world, and Taiwan is no exception. Our two democracies share common values of individual freedom, the rule of law, and respect for human dignity. Today's statement recognizes that U.S.-Taiwan relationship need not and should not be shackled by self-imposed restrictions of our permanent bureaucracy. Yeah, very good speech, and that's the step in the right direction. Yes. The people of Taiwan need the support of the free world because they are a free country and yeah. they do have a free democracy. This, and they're the wonderful people. The ball is in Biden's court after this. Um, if, he, if, he, if he doesn't keep this up, he's going to look like a fool in front of Americans mm. and it will be a detriment to Taiwan. Yeah. Um, if he keeps it going, it's also going to create a massive caveat with Beijing, but it's something that needs to keep going forward. I think it's the correct path for proper change you know, yes. around the world, because we simply cannot keep taking these hits on the chin by this bully no. and just basically saying, OK, hit me again, hit yeah. me again, hit me again. Over again, over yeah. and over. We have to stand up to it and say, like, stop. Next time you hit me, you know, I'm going to hit back. Mm. I think China needs to start learning a lesson because they just get away with everything. Mm. And I'm talking about the CCP, of course, not the people for all those idiots out there who keep thinking that whenever we say China does something bad or the CCP does something bad that we're somehow against Chinese people or something. Yeah, you hopefully morons. that ship has sailed, you morons. Yeah. yeah. We love Chinese people. We're married to Chinese people. Why do you think we make these videos? Right. We don't make them out of hate. We make I mean, them out of love. To be fair, they're trying to do that to Mike Chen now. So we, mm. we got your back, Mike. Absolutely. Strictly dumpling. We understand. Mm. We certainly do. Uh, anyway. Q&A time. Let's finish this up. I got to find that button. There we go. We've got this cool little thing. I press a button and this pops up that says it's time it's for us to answer oh, your getting, questions getting, and question your answers. I'm getting eaten by the light. The light's coming, dude. It's coming up from the bottom this time. It's weird. Where is this coming from? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, Logan. Oh, sorry. Oh, crap. Sorry, it snapped. It snapped. Snapchat. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, sorry. What are your opinions on Li Zichi? Is her channel CCP-funded propaganda or genuine hard work? We're actually going to talk about that. We'll put a lid on that. Okay, but I'll uh, let's just say the former. <laughs> well, uh, we'll go in depth. That's oh, it's both, really. It's it's, it's mostly the former. Yeah, we're, it's, we're, bo- it's both. Yeah, it's both. We're, what we're going to do, guys, is we're actually going to have a full episode about um, the sort of Chinese YouTube propaganda channels that are mask they're masquerading as, you know, genuine sure. YouTube they channels. Be, they can be harmless as well. Yeah, harmless, but, but they are one hundred percent made by, paid for, and you know, done by the Chinese government specifically to convey a false narrative to the West. 
And right. that's something that we're going to do a whole episode on. It might be next week even. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kosha said, when are you guys going to bring back the Grass Llama t-shirt? I have a lot of comments and Chinese girls laugh because of that shirt. It's a great icebreaker. I'm glad I'm helping you out. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm actually, I have one more Chinese Mythical Beast t-shirt coming out. That's my next one. And then I'm going to re-release all three of them. Cool. Uh, the person that with the anime avatar that has no name is, says, I cry. Okay. I-C-R-I. Um, yeah. <laughs> Boba the Fett. Boba the Fett. You guys are awesome. I started watching you last year, and it made 2020 for me. Our next beer is on me. Thank Thanks, you. Can't it. wait. Days of Candy. Uh, just finished conquering northern China. It's so I'm so sad it's over. Hoping for another series from both of you when all this uh, BS is over. Yeah, we, believe it. Japan, we, we can't India. wait. Going to have a lot of good stuff. If, by the way, there is a third uh, documentary. Unfortunately, Seamilk isn't in it, yeah. but it's shot by the same guys and sure. as, as Conquering Southern China and Northern China. It's called Stay Awesome China. It's also on Vimeo. Yeah, it's on Vimeo. So maybe go take a look. That That's super fun. Unfortunately, Seamilk wasn't available, but next time you will be. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel, yeah, but the, our next big documentary will be either Japan or India. It'll yeah. be also highly produced, but it'll probably by ourselves. Yeah. But with yeah. some help, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Alternin, love seeing you guys with the China and Censor team, and I love the new schedule, pronounced schedule, of <laughs> having one live stream per week. Thanks, Emmanuel. Yeah. We remember you from last time. Appreciate yeah. it. TMD, uh, 60 years ago, Japan owned large areas of China. Booze money, waterfalls. Yes, you're absolutely correct. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Case closed. Put on beanies when you do your show and get a cat to walk on your table during the podcast and maybe you'll be on Tim Pool's <laughs> show someday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he has a cat, right? I don't know. I don't I don't oh, okay. I'll be honest, sorry, I don't really watch Tim Pool. Sure. I, checked I know I know he is. I, I have watched some of You're his really not videos. helping our chances, bro. I know, I am sorry probably, about that. He's, obviously a lot of our audience likes him, so he must be good. Yeah. Um Ifan Pan. Are you guys worried about big tech censorship? Might be, that might be a slippery slope. Yes, yeah, that's what we, we kind of just talked about. It. I think he probably yeah, said probably that just before. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Jonathan Case, my mother's unlucky. Her birthday is April fourth. Oh no. Wow. Ah. Mm. Jeremiah Barry, do you think China will continue to maintain influence on the UN or, and put people like Tedros in charge of the WHO? I uh, freaking yeah. hope not. Unfortunately, it looks like no one's really against this for some reason. I don't understand why the whole world isn't crying out, crying foul. Like, how is it that the Chinese government is on the UN Human Rights Council? How is that a thing? How I did think, that happen? I think these organizations have just lost so much legitimacy yeah. that people don't pay attention anymore. It's like the Treaty of Versailles or whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. that kind of just yeah. went down the, the toilet, didn't it? Yeah. John Blair, just a little something to fund future trips to Taiwan. Thank you for the very important activism you guys do. Thank you, John. Thank you Appreciate so much. It. Very, very generous. Mm. Cal Hans Johns, uh, I've always liked you guys, but a YouTuber on your show. Mm-hmm once is very mean to anti-CCP Trump supporters. He defended a panda bear. I think you mean panda bear. Yeah, panda bear, yeah. While slandering a anti-CCP news at the same time. So I love you guys, though. Good luck. What? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. A YouTuber on your show. Maybe we had... Maybe... I, 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 I mean, I've done a fair amount of collaborations in the past. But I mean, once again, it is guys, it is. This, this is kind of the topic of the whole thing is... Let's just say... Because I've done collaborations with people who are abs absolute tosspots, right? Uh. People that I back in the day seemed reasonable and nice, but turned out to be complete wankers. This happens. It doesn't change the fact that at the time when we had our conversation, it was a good conversation, or when we met, it wasn't a sure. good idea. People change. People's opinions change. Also, it doesn't matter. It, it, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter. So if we had someone on our show who was a complete wanker, it doesn't change anything. I can't, I can't think of any... I, Everyone we've had on this show has been cool. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. So, so anyway, doesn't matter. 
Um, Calhans Johns. I've always liked. Oh, sorry, the same one. Yep. Track media only. U.S. woke culture is a microcosm of CCP nationalism. I remember when I first found you guys how much I could see comparisons between the two. There, there are lots of comparisons to draw between sure. the whole cancel culture idea yeah. and um, how the CCP operates, and sure. so that's why they take advantage of it because they're sure. the masters of that, you know. Um, mm. Handsome T. Seemilk, you look like Polish footballer Peter Z- Zelinski. Let me look him up. Let's see. Okay. Do I look like that? Uh, Maybe a little. Maybe in the dark from a certain angle. You know? Uh, (laughs) SSC in Napoli. Yeah. Uh, What is your personal best for 100 meters freestyle? Love you guys more than friends. Uh, 100 meters freestyle. Well, we do yards here in America. I think my personal best is 48 seconds, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But I was a backstroker. My best backstroke was a... Was it 58? <laughs> was it a backstroker. Someone's back and you just got like this. <laughs> yeah, have you done this swimming? That does sound pretty, pretty dubious. I mean, I, I know what backstroke is, obviously. Sure. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's good though. I like that. I like this name I'll better. I'll scratch your back, you per mine, you know? <laughs> you per- <laughs> I don't it? got any hair on my Yeah, whatever. It's like, it sounds... Uh, um, yeah. I'm not a hairy man. Always informative yeah. and thought-provoking gents. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Mimi, uh, who is the target for the Global Times? And is the website viewable behind the Great Firewall? Well, yeah, it, it is, is viewable. Chinese. I think the target, honestly, is well. Obviously, Chinese they just abroad. yeah, they want to target Chinese abroad, but they also just want to like throw throw things like in an immature way in the face of Westerners and say like, look how dumb you are, look yeah. at you, you know. And the fact of the matter, it, it's very immature, and the articles are incredibly immature. But it is the official Chinese government's mouthpiece. Yeah. So if you actually want to have a good idea into the psyche of what's going on in the Chinese government, you can read the Global Times. You can yeah, be like. This absurd crap that's being said here, that's what they believe. It is. And the, but that's the, that's the, a tabloid, right? So yeah. the reason you should read that over uh, like China Daily or something yep. is because that's so boring. Like mm. that's already distilled throughout all the channels. Yeah. Whereas the Global Times is like the undistilled tabloid, but it's a tabloid from a one-party state. So it's yeah. still the, the rhetoric. It's like yeah. the test audience. It's like the, it's like the Sunday sport or whatever. It is, except it's literally from <laughs> the government. But it's real, though. It's yeah. real. Yeah. It's not made-up stories. It's real. Somebody had a retracted message. Uh, Laris Serenus, me and my entire family got CCP vid. Oh, okay. We got moderate. Can you shut the, can you shut those flaps while I read this? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go around this way. Oh, sorry. No worries. I'm uh, gonna trip and, over lights. Give me a second, guys. Me and entire family got CCP vid. Got moderately sick. Right. Uh, brother lightly. Uh, parents close to being sent. Stop! <laughs> oh. I'm trying to read something serious. All right. Yes. Yeah, being sent to the hospital, but thank God they made it. Hi from Ecuador. Uh, if you. Ecuador. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to South America or Quito, I buy you a beer. Thank you. I had a friend from Quito. Um, and I'm sorry about that. I heard Ecuador got really badly hit. That's terrible. So did everyone in the US. There was that club hit back in the 90s, and it was Ecuador. Yeah. It was the most ridiculous thing. Super popular in South Africa. Not here. Um, and I'm sorry to hear about you. No, that's terrible. Magnum Beef. Uh, woo, I'm not, not too late. I got a new puppy. His name's Winston. Oh, cool. After Churchill. Of but course. Could be after so I'm, I'm after Churchill, too. There you go. And his after work walk is prolonged because he wouldn't come inside without saying hi to the neighbor's kids. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Cyprian, Uncle Roger has become the very thing he swore to destroy an evil no, uncle. uncle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Evil Uncle Roger could be a meme. That's a thing. Like, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah. Oh, no. He's reporting poor, you to the, to the PSP. Poor Uncle Roger. Yeah. Why did you have to do that, man? You're so funny. I'm not, yeah. And I'm not into cancel culture. I still think he's very funny. I'll still yeah. watch his stuff. Still. It's yeah. just very disappointing. Disappointing. And don't yeah. do that again. Yeah, Don't please. do that in the future. 
Yep. Stop it. Mm -hmm. uh, Delamain Error 503. Unrelated, what do you think of the future ban on internal combustion engines? Uh, probably be a long time. I think things will get grandfathered in. Uh, I like that he's Delamain, because that's from uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, motorcycles may not be affected, but rumbling V8s may be gone. Eh, I, too early I feel like on. there will still be a vintage class. You know, you of can course. still get a special permit to have of those course. stupid old steam engine cars and yeah, stuff. Dude, that's you know? not going away. So I'm pretty history. sure there'll be a, a class where, yes, you, you pay some special tax or whatever, but yeah. you can drive your V8. Yeah, around. because I'm sure the majority of Americans will be really happy with getting rid of all internal combustion <laughs> cars. Good luck imposing that. Yeah, all. exactly. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. mean, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. I don't like to read too much into that. No, me neither. Uh, Alex, what's the name of You Gotta Understand China Guy? It's Shin Shidan Dan. Yeah. I'll type it in right here. Yeah. Shin Shidan Dan. Yeah. Uh, how do you spell it? Uh... Do, 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 do. Where am I here? Uh, uh, I know what happened to him after he got backlash. Actually, I haven't. I actually sent him an email. Yeah. But I don't think. I think it was his agent or something. You gotta understand China. He's he seems like a really sweet China guy. China is my home. He's a really nice guy. I know he, he seems is. like a really nice. guy. Of course guy. he is. My point is, um, actually, don't know what happened. Yeah. Uh, Wind X track media only. Um, AWS did a deal to host Twitter in just in December. There was a circumstantial proof that Parler's lawsuit showing that did that to support Twitter. Okay, oh, thank okay. you for that. Yeah. Raul Zitu. Uh, the true was found when violence starts Capitilolio. <laughs> thank <What>? you. <laughs> thank sorry. you. Uh, yeah. Loras Serenus. Twatter. <laughs> has literal dictators that are directly under the murder of, order the murder of tons of people that don't ban them like they did Trump. Massive hypocrites. We yeah. agree that it's hypocritical. It's hypocritical. Like, if you're going to ban a certain type of person from one that incites How violence... How about you don't ban anyone? Yeah, well, people can be the. I I trust yeah. that people can be the judge of this this stuff. That's also very. People true. can be the judge of what's what's real and what's not. You know the idea of blocking people that you don't yeah, like. So yeah. if someone says something that makes you upset, block them, then you don't see them again. That's up to Why you. Why can't that be the way it works? Because yeah, because, because reasons. Because reasons. Yeah. Uh, Paul Douglas, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Wind X, what do you think about the YouTube channel Chinese Food Demystified? Oh, I know uh, the guy. I know the guy. Do you, Chris? Yeah. Um, oh. No, yeah, I don't think you know him. He was no, a friend. Of, he was a friend of my friend Tyrone, but you a housemate. I'm and, saying you mentioned. mentioned um, I know him very well, and he's a very nice guy. Wait and, a minute. No, he's he's very nice. Chinese cooking, do you miss? No, no, it's Chinese. Is it Chinese? Yeah, it's Chinese cooking, do you miss? Hey, I know, I know this person. Are you sure that's? They got a hold of me. No, are you sure that's the right one? Yeah, there he is. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Oh wait, no, you didn't. I know mm. who it is though. Yeah. Anyway, he's he's a personal friend of mine, and um, he's a nice guy. Yeah. With his girlfriend, not sure if it's his girlfriend or wife now, Steph. but um, yeah, he makes a very, he actually came to me to ask a lot of advice on how to start a YouTube channel yeah, and all sorry, that back in the day. And um, he makes, well, he's really grown, eh? 499k yeah, subs, fantastic. He's really, that's cool. He's really good because he focuses in on like how to make really nice Chinese food and stuff and gets his uh, wife slash girlfriend to cook and they do it out on their balcony and it's really nice. That's yeah. cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've definitely heard of him. Mm. Um, this guy again. Yeah, I'm not censoring you, by the way. It's just, you know, watch. I'll just read it. Okay. Sure. He sent multiple things like this. Watch how the U.S. government twists the knife into Trump and supporters suppress and demonize the opposition CCP 101. Well, everyone right. has an opinion on how things go, and we'll, we'll watch. We'll see if your predictions are correct. Yes. Hmm. I don't like to jump on things, but I do have sympathy for people that feel like they've been they've been they're silenced gonna, i don't we'll, think we'll, anyone should be silenced absolutely just think we'll, we'll take a look uh thank you for the great content mm -hmm. Wuma. 
I'm curious as to how you capture those background bits. Well, we're not going to tell you, Wu Mao. <laughs> you set up cameras in the middle of the street, random streets. You know, this, this is current. It's me. it's something that I started before you know, a fair amount of time before yeah. I left China. Is I would specifically go out to get B-roll. That's why we have such a large B-roll libraries because I used to spend entire days just walking around specific areas filming random things, but also specific things. I'd go out and I'd think to myself, what could be useful? Maybe uh, people eating f like food or preparing food. And then I'd go and film a bunch of people preparing food. Or I'd see something interesting and I'd just film it. And that's why I have such a large B-roll library. And that's why even though we're not in, in China, whenever I want to or he wants to describe something in our videos, we have footage of it because I went and filmed so much of it. And he also, Seamilk helped uh, come along and film some B-roll with me a couple of times as well. But one of the things that I used to do is I used to go and do what I call these like 10 minute China things. And I would go to a specific area, usually a vibrant type area, and I would stand there and I'd set up a kind of a janky tripod thing, whether it's on my electric bike seat or actually a tripod or something. But like a monopod I used to have, because you set up a tripod anywhere in China, there's too much attention, especially the security guards will come and stuff. And I would just sit and let it roll for like 10 minutes just to capture 10 minutes of life in that area. And I've always found that it's very useful because I can go back and look through these 10 minutes and there'll be something interesting in there. You know, like somebody will be doing something that's bizarre or funny or, sure. you know, you'll see a certain kind of style of fashion. So it's very useful that I did that. So I, I built up a big library of these things. And I have some friends in China who have kind of continued the tradition and still do that sort of thing to this day for me to send. There's a long, fresh... very long way of saying that there's people that send you footage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it started like that. I understand. And then I asked them to do the exact same thing. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Chortle. Um, that's mm -hmm. what we can call him. No. Okay. Here's some beer money. Thank you. And Thank nothing you. real clever to say. I have an old beat up 04 ZRX 1200R. That was my bike in China. That's such a nice ZRX bike. Do you want to fix it up for us? We would love to. Yes, that's awesome. Please send it to us. Yeah. Might do a thing where we fix it up. We can see how much we would get for it. And then you can deal with it. Yeah, no, we, we, <laughs> we'll, we'll uh, definitely. Definitely. We'd yeah. love to do that. Uh, it would be so fun to have my old bike. Mm, um, such a 11. cool bike. Yeah, it is. Have you ever thought about backing your content to library, YouTube alternative? Lots of YouTubers hit by random strikes have done it. We'll look into it. Yeah. I mean, we've looked into a lot of these things, and every time we post, we get no views. Yeah. Uh, which sucks. But yeah, maybe it's good to have a backup. Sure. Uh, Mr. Guzman, let's urge big tech Silicon Valley to regulate CCP. We should. And yeah. that should be a big swinging point is where big tech finally realizes what oppression is. Yeah. And actually kind of turns the tide on this thing because the competition is coming from the CCP. And if yeah. we're really talking about competition in a business, then you need to focus on the true actual opposition. Yeah, I mean, the CCP are the ones that have blocked That's you the out of their market. Yeah. They're the ones who've stolen your idea and made their own homegrown version, just reverse engineered whatever Twitter and stuff, made Weibo and, and all this stuff. You should be kind of penalizing them for screwing you over rather than penalizing Americans' freedom of speech, mm. you know? Dee Smith says, I hacked and emptied two YouTubers' accounts. Here's your cuts. Okay. And we have to make a statement that is a joke. It's a joke. I'm, we did not tell anyone <laughs> to do that. Uh, that being said, thank That's you. That's awesome. Donation. Yeah. Quan uh, Lam Trong, thank you very much. Thank Appreciate you. it. Uh, Logan Orr, more Tim Pool talks about China, the more I want to beat my head against the wall. I have to look into what he's been saying. Yeah, what does he say? Someone give me a distilled version in the comments right now before we go off about what he what is his general china opinion hmm. what is tim pool's general china it's opinion? probably very long-winded give me a distilled version i'll have all day tldr uh tldr that that shit for me okay um sean wyland do you guys have a telegram account i yet? do i do 
I do. Case. That's how I speak to people. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's your own personal conversation. Yeah, I know. It's just, but it's that's not like social media. No, yeah, but that's how I speak to people in China because it's got like a super secret mode or whatever, mm. which is encrypted. And so, especially if I'm, account. if no, but if I'm in, interviewing people, I've had some people on my show. I can't let them. Of course, we have our own ways. We have our own ways. Yeah, it's unfair to them. Yeah. Um, case closed. Ninety-three. Taiwan should honor Pompeo with funeral strippers. <laughs> That'd be yes. awesome. Yeah. Funeral strippers yep. are a thing in Taiwan. Made yeah. a whole video about that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Mimi, keep up the great work, guys. Thanks, Mr. Guzman. Free Hong Kong. Recognize uh, Taiwan. Agreed. Yes. Uh, Bjarne Hall, do you think it was a mistake for Margaret Thatcher and her government to give a green light to the handover of Hong Kong to China? Yes. Yes. Were the circumstances different back then? Yes. Everyone thought that China was going to democratize in some way, shape, or form, or at least honor their agreement. The funny thing is that that agreement that was signed 100 years ago was not signed with a communist government. It was signed with a different set of people, so I don't know why they had to honor it. Again, it's civilization being taken care of. (laughs) You know what I mean? Civilization being taken advantage of. Um, Because the CCP has already proved that they can't honor a simple agreement to to not meddle around with Hong Kong for 50 years. Brian says, is it YouTube or your channel deleting the word TR? I don't even know. Oh, Trump? Trump. T-R-U-M-P-F. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, there there was a time where um, we were getting huge amounts of attacks from uh, the Wu Mao. You know, the, the 50 centers. And what they do yeah. is they often just throw in just hot button words. Sure. You know? Actually, I think it's moderated. It's either in our... The reason is because around the election time, everyone mm. kept talking about Trump, Biden, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Bernie, all this kind of stuff. Mm. There was a time where we were like, it's you just couldn't get even get through the comments section. Yeah. Because it yeah. was just getting flooded. So it's possible that those could words been, were added. Could have been. We'll look into it and uh, just make it's sure. It's whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll know what you're saying now. Yeah. If you put TR, whatever. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, someone just put Trump in the yeah, comments. Yeah, I think it's fine. So it's not. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, it's his oh. message was deleted by... Oh, uh, okay. So oh, mod, by a moderator. The mod's getting rid of, like... Uh, over and over mod so we talk to the moderator just usually if it's something over and over again things will get removed but it has yeah. not politically motivated at all yeah so if somebody is saying biden or bernie or yeah if someone says anything, biden get rid of that too yeah you know it should be every someone everything says, well I, we're, don't be censored but just, don't spam please yeah, don't spam yeah exactly you can write trump all you want don't spam it please yeah that's that's correct and and all the other political words <laughs> uh dd smith where's hunter hunter <laughs> x hunter uh, it's a good anime actually I don't know. Um, I don't know. Mike, yo, Mike. My Laopo is crying watching a drama. I asked her what it was about, and it was Wuhan nurses and doctors being heroes saving China from COVID. So sappy. Well, I mean, there's some truth to that. Yeah. Maybe that's going to over to, you know, probably if we fast forward 10 years, instead of those, like, Japanese, anti-Japanese war dramas, it'll be, like, COVID dramas. Like, <laughs> Maybe. Like the hero doctors. Yeah. I bet that'll be a thing. And they'll be, like... I don't know, killing hordes of foreigners that are trying to bring the trying disease bring in. The, yeah, they're like, like a. It'll be like a, a white dude with like a briefcase, and he's like yeah. in a suit, like and he's like, and he's and he's coughing, and then they they'll send samples. Yeah, and he's like, I'll throw a boulder at him. Yeah, they'll do something. Yeah. Anyway, oh. Arafat uh, Hussein, don't have anything important to say. Just thanks for the hard work. Thanks. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Mike Huter, thank you. Good, good to hear from me, Mike. Hundred per, uh, plus one hundred for the new format and all the worthless swaps content this week. Minus a hundred so for big tech, yes. CCP, and our politicians who will ally with them. And we agree with you, Mike. Yep. Thanks for your words and thank you for the donation. Mm-hmm. Massive fins. The Taiwan thing doesn't mean much. They can meet at consulates now. Hardly earth-shattering. It's, it's very important. The dialogue. It's, it's very important. The fact that we're talking, people are talking about it is a new thing. 
Half the people don't even know what Taiwan is. Mm. It's mm. a good dialogue to begin it. If it's in the news, it means people are going to look it up. Yeah, no, it's more awareness. It's fantastic. It's great. It's, ground, it's about awareness. It's ground-shattering news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, thank you very mm -hmm. much. To the rescue, fire trucks would definitely. Oh, son of a YouTube, you gotta fix this. Yeah. Yeah, uh, fire trucks would definitely still need diesel. Yeah, right. obviously. Yeah. Uh, running a long time flowing water in different weather conditions better is not possible. Exactly. Sure. Thank you. Uh, Nathan87, love the, love the podcast, guys, but there's some concern about chat messages being deleted. Can you clarify how this works? So very quickly, we've uh, originally put other YouTubers that people would uh, self-promote or promote other YouTubers, which we thought was really annoying. So we put some of those in like the thing of stuff that you can't yeah. type. Yeah. So uh, go our check moderator, out my channel. Our moderator is still operating on the whole hangover from the election time. Mm -hmm. So anything like that was getting that yeah. was getting spammed. I think he's got a trigger finger on those things. Yeah. Um, and other than that, I have no idea. If yeah. you're writing like threats and violence and stuff, you probably get removed. And also, YouTube is a very yeah. heavy hand in. Yeah, like, they they are like censoring a lot, especially around anything controversial. So you can sure. expect things to disappear. Certainly not swear words. Want. Swear words are definitely a thing. Um, anything sexual mm. and violence, YouTube. Will uh, take let's that. just put it this way: it's not not that we want to it's censor. Not me. Anything. It's not my hand doing this. <laughs> yeah. Um, LJP Winston, I like the hair. Have you guys seen Jake Tran video about the CCP? Great vid, check it out. No, and no, nope. we'll, we'll take a look. My, yeah, put that in my open tab. Yeah, uh, Danny Wilcox, British newspaper trashed a few Western CCP YouTubers. Yeah, we saw that and read it. Get ready for tomorrow um, when I release my video because it's all about that. It's actually it's all about the um, the whole sort of China YouTuber. Uh, working for the Chinese government type thing. It's a long one. That's why it's taking me a very long time to edit. It's going to be about an hour long. So it's very in-depth. It's a deep dive into all of that sort of thing and explains it very clearly and I think very fairly because there's been a lot of misunderstandings on both both sides. Um, and I really hope you enjoy it. So on the Serpent Today channel tomorrow, you can see anything you ever wanted to know about the CCP shills. Winston, uh, mm. Scantron Beats. Winston, what is your opinion of D'Antford? My opinion of the advert is about what your opinion of a couple of toothless rednecks playing a banjo in the middle of the woods while urinating on a deer corpse. That's pretty much what my... I like I, some of their music. Yeah, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is that they are, you know, Zeph or, you know, is the kind of culture. It's kind of like the lowest class crap, and it's it makes me feel really like... I don't know. I feel the same way as I do about them as you would about, like, just like I described it, a scrawny, toothless redneck doing stupid things in the forest. Um, doing stupid things in the forest. Yeah, I mean, it's basically like there's nothing admirable that about means. that, you know? It's like their music, whether it's good or not, doesn't doesn't make a lick of difference to me because I kind of right. look at them and where I, where I come from, people like that are just kind of scummy you know it's not the kind of people i'd hang out with or or want to enjoy their thing but i get it because it's so different uh that a lot of people around the world are like hey that's very different and cool and interesting sure. you know what i mean you're aware that they're not really like that yeah. yeah whatever that's what uh, they portray sure dave m for the b-rolls do you have a sign telling people that they will be on youtube we certainly do what not. no holy crap that, there's a big interesting thing in china is that uh, privacy is not a not a thing in china no. people don't give a crap about their privacy because everyone lives so close together everyone's in everyone else's faces you know, right. as a foreigner, when you walk around, you'll see random people taking photos of you all the time. Oh, yeah. You're on the subway, anywhere. People either sneak photos or just very blatantly take photos. The way photos. it is is that if anyone ever asks us, hey, don't film me, then we Yeah, don't, of then course. We don't. But that's never happened. <laughs> yeah. Never. Well, we've, had, we've been told not to film. Yeah, we've been told not to film by, like, 
police and security sure. and whatever. And then we don't film, obviously. But uh, it's just just the way it is. Like you can film, you can do what you want in public in China because there is no privacy. Yeah, we got to finish up here. D.D. Okay. Smith. Yeah, that was a joke, but I'm praying for Zhang Zhang. Thank you. Mm. Sick lid. You guys don't believe in censorship? Get naked. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Mm. You don't want to see that. No. You don't want to see that. Yeah. Han W. Thanks, thanks, man. Another great video, guys. Time to get the Miata. Uh, time to get a Miata for worthless whoops. He got a Miata. Oh, nice. That's nice too. Um, yeah, maybe at some point. A Manuel. A Manuel. Get a Manuel five-speed. Yeah. Uh, Flying Cloud. Jan Pirvitsan still. It's a song that we learn. Okay. It's like an Afrikaans song. It's like Goeiemore my vrou hier is a swinkie for jou. Goeiemore my man das koffie in die pan. And it's basically like, morning, my wife, here's a kiss for you. Morning, my husband, there's coffee in the pot. That sounds fast. <laughs> and it's like, Yam Pirvitz So you hate still. the adverb, but you like this. Yeah, this but that's, that's not like, that's not a bunch of like rednecks urinating on deer in the forest, okay? Sure. That's just, you know, like a kid song that you sing in kindergarten or whatever. And this it's, is what you rock out. It's young, no, you don't rock out to it. It's like singing Three Blind Mice. <laughs> it's like Jan Pirvit stands still. I never quite understood that because Jan Pirvit sure. is the name of the guy. Jan sure. is his name and Pirvit must be his surname. Stand still means stand still. So this guy is supposed to stand still. I don't know why. Because you repeat that a couple times. So, hey, Jan Pirvit, this stand still. This guy behind us keeps He keeps coming back. back. He anyway, wants to know okay, about Jan Pirvit. I get it. I get it. Okay, right. but I, I never quite Shit. understood that. Maybe there's a, an Afrikaner who can tell me why he has to stand still. Sure. I, c- I usually care about this kind of stuff. But this, <laughs> this is, this is, a, this is a, above my pay grade. Yeah, okay. Um, love to Mike Chen and his bottomless pit stomach from Tan. Uh, and we, again, another shout out to Mike Chen. You win. Awesome. You yeah. ultimately win. You're the good winner. guy. Bud Yeti, I uh, got my shoot the airplane. You mean hit the airplane uh, shirt? Thanks. I'm thanks for buying because I didn't even promote it. So thank you. I'm actually re-releasing it. Cheers from your favorite state, Alabama. Roll Tide. Congratulations on the the college game. I actually watched you beat Ohio State. My whole family are Ohio State fans, so that, that's very disappointing for them. John Neal, uh, love your work, guys. Nice to see the WHO finally get into China, albeit a year late. <laughs> yeah, after everything's been completely covered up. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, Winston, can you please do a video on the plight of white farmers in South Africa? You always get this one. Mm-hmm. So much injustice, but nothing in the media. Yeah, um, I, I will eventually get around to it. Sure. I, well, it should I, be talked about, sure. I, I absolutely have to. I mean, it affects my family. My parents yeah. own a farm. Yeah. You know? Your family are white farmers. Yeah, well, they're not farmers. I they mean, bought a game farm, and they, they they bought it, like, only 10 years ago. So I it's not like one of those, oh, it's ancestral land that's I been taken or whatever. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, mm. if you said your parents have a farm, Theoretically, you yeah. could say that they're farmers. Yeah. I know they're not. Yeah. Deanne Chapman, one of those CCP shrills, <laughs> yeah. uh, has tried to get back to travel videos. Yeah, we won't mention who, but... That's good tomorrow. to know. That's good to know. Uh, you cannot erase your past. It's good It's good to, to move away from that stuff. Absolutely. So I think it's the right, correct move. Mo- mo- Finally, yeah, after move. lots of advice, it was not heeded. <laughs> anyway. uh, Kane Ra, what do you think of this art uh, YouTube article? Or YouTuber article? Not, we're not promoting anyone here. Yeah. Uh, did you see his attempt at excuses afterwards? I actually didn't see no, the article. No. Um, we'll take a Kane look. Kane Rock, can you tell us where to find that in the chat right now? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, just want to have a look. Uh, Pass uh, Royzola, 
Mm-hmm. As a Portuguese, I'm worried about Macau losing whatever is left of our culture out there. It's Macau's gone. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Macau's been gone since day one. It, the border is a joke. And the CCP pushing for Macau to be more like the mainland. It's already the main. It's been the mainland since I moved to China. Yeah. It has nothing. It's so much less autonomous than, than Hong Kong. It's not even funny. Yeah. So don't worry about that. Most of the Portuguese people have left. There is no Portuguese culture left mm. except for you a get couple the, restaurants. The dantai, you know? No, that's cool. I mean, like the, there's... The, the whole, robin or whatever. The the hang, the leftover of Portuguese culture that the Chinese people there picked up on the, yeah. the very laid back European mm. culture is still a thing, uh, yeah. but it is absolutely a part of mainland China. So don't you worry about that. It's already done. Mm. Anyway, um, that's okay. it. I found yeah. I found this. I'll just uh, copy that real quick. Okay, let's do a little sign off. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys, for watching once again. Um, troubling times as usual, yep. but uh, if we stick together and we. Uh, watch each other's back i think we can all get through it as per usual we can't wait to see you in the next one as you know this is now a weekly thing here we love interacting with you we absolutely love having this open dialogue and being able to update you on what's going on in china because it's constantly changing and the world is changing at a very fast pace right now so let's all weather the storm together i can't wait to see you and please Check out my video tomorrow if you want to know what's going on with the whole t- China YouTube drama nonsense. Because well, I'm I finally... Wouldn't, I wouldn't mislabel your video yeah, as YouTube drama. It's not. It's it nothing to do with it. It's that. how the Chinese government is influencing YouTube, basically. Yeah. All right? And how they've taken advantage of uh, YouTubers. Sure. And how YouTubers have taken advantage of China, too. Right. Anyway, the, the whole fact of the matter is I hope you uh, can come and see a definitive answer as to what's going on there tomorrow on my channel. It's long. It's going to be a long, 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 long one. Um, and uh, hopefully I get it done in time. But anyway, see you then. Don't forget, Similk did a very important video where he spoke to a Uyghur activist yeah, on his Xinjiang. channel from Xinjiang. So if you want sort of first-hand information on what's going on with the concentration camps and stuff, he spoke to to Arslan. He died. He died. Yeah, he died. We didn't. That's why we're getting fat. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, no, fantastic guy, by the way. Very reasonable. Hmm. And so you should go and check that out. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And Worthless Whips. Guys, we have a car channel. Maybe if you're into cars, if you're not into cars, check it out anyway. It's kind of fun. We do yeah. all sorts of funny things on there. So check it out. We got this V10 truck we're fixing right now. My 78 Trans Am just had an update. So if you're into cars and bikes and stuff... It's a real long sign-up. Oh, and don't forget, Monday, even better, if you want to see what Hollywood looks like right now during the lockdown... Yeah, we did this whole thing. We did a, a big trip to Hollywood and went around and went through Beverly Hills and all that kind of stuff. And um, you want to see what Hollywood looks like right now? Monday, check out ADV China. Word. 